Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And unto this, Conan, destined to bear the jeweled crown of Aquilonia upon a troubled brow. It is I, his chronicler, who alone can tell thee of his saga. Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Welcome to the Nas Red Podcast, where Nas Red talks about movies, a place with, where movies are discussed. Joining me is Alex Rogers. Well, welcome. <laughs> Hello, sir. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm all like silent here. Yeah, we're like... in a weird spot here. Yeah. Because of the fact that all we want to do, me and Alex, all we want to do is talk about Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> Conan the Destroyer, and Red Sonja. That's all we asked for. That's all we wanted in life. Yeah. And right now... Shit is going down in terms of, you know, Trump with the immigration thing. A fucking plane is going by. And that plane is timed perfectly. It sounds like we're in the war zone. (laughs) May happen one day. And I'm in a weird spot because of the fact that, again, all I want to do is talk about movies. That's really all I want to do. I'm not a political guy. It's not my thing. But I find as someone that A, with a platform, and B, I mean, I don't know, one person listens or 50 or whatever, you know, but I have this platform and I happen to come from the area, one of the countries in which immigration has now been banned by our president. A freaking man. Yeah. Yeah. And that puts me in an odd position because Mm -hmm. on some level, I feel like I have to address it. Of course. Yeah. And of course. I mean, what I will say is, you know, if, I mean, I'm the son of immigrants. If it wasn't for this country's immigration thing, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. And there's, I don't believe totally in countries. I think it's just made up lines. And and I really feel if you really want to get into it, I feel like countries are made to sort of keep you in check and keep you afraid of the other (laughs) it's a great it's a great way to to be big part of your club and no one else yeah no girls allowed yeah you know it's it's a great way to be to strengthen your strengths what am i trying to say (laughs) to strengthen your strengths but but not at all work on your yeah and you know know, and not to be like wow 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 but i mean growing up here i've had I've faced racism since I was a kid, you know, since mm-hmm. I was a little boy. Like, in second grade, I remember kids telling me I was going to hell because I didn't go to church or some <sighs> stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, but the thing that always kept me going in this country is the art, is the culture, is the people, is the mm-hmm. the nice people and stuff like that. And that's what kept me going because the fact of the matter is, if you're listening, Mr. Trump, I was born in Portland, Oregon. I'm a fucking American. Yeah. By legal whatever, even though I don't believe in countries and all that stuff. Yeah. And I really, if I could say one thing, I mean, you want to see what an immigrant does. You know, I, I made a video. I'll show it to you later. But, like, I made a video for my for my dad, who's a tailor. Mm-hmm. And he came here with nothing. Mm-hmm. And with maybe a couple hundred bucks, he came to New York. He got a job at a parking garage, you know, and he was an honest guy. And he, he sort of built his name being a tailor he went to school and that's an immigrant yeah 
that's you that's know. the American story. Yeah, that and, really is. I you mean, come you come often with very little, and you make something for yourself. Yeah, and it says, "Bring me your." I don't know what the fuck it says. Bring but, me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I just unless, have to, unless you don't look like the killers who established this <laughs> empire. Yeah, exactly. That, you that's know? the it seems to be the caveat. And I, I seriously think if I could say one thing. I don't think you're going to win, Mr. Trump. I really think my brothers and sisters out there, and I'm talking black, white, Chinese, Hispanic, I, you really piss them off. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're at the airports right now. They don't like you. And I remember, and if I can say just one thing before we, I mean, <laughs> God, I hate, dude, Alex, and I'm yeah. sorry, I keep talking, you no. know, and you're a guest of mine, no, no, and so, no, you no, know, no, like, no. And, and you're a contributor to the podcast. But and, as you say, this is, this needs to be said. Yeah. And, and it absolutely affects you directly. Yeah. So speak on. And it, it's, it's like, I, I, I don't think you're going to win. I think, I, I just don't, I don't know. Oh, he ain't gonna like that because th- <laughs> this this guy's battery juice is made out of winning. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, and he thrives on winning. Yeah, and it's like, dude. I mean, I don't think the president himself is going to listen to this. But if you could, fucking, it's about love. Life is about mm-hmm. love. It's about mm-hmm. love and understanding. And you are so full of hate, it turned you orange, <laughs> <laughs> or something. Yep. You know, and yeah. it's like. Uh, you know, I not that I'm fucking Murrow or whatever that guy's name was, but I mean, he said it. You know, you remember uh, uh, Good Night uh, uh, and Good Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, you know, the senator did not create this situation; he merely exploited it. Yeah. And I really think, Mr. Trump, you you got into power by exploiting fear and hatred. And absolutely, if there's one thing that I've learned in this life, it's that hatred does not last; it fades away, it evaporates, and the only thing that matters and lasts is love and it conquers all and that's all i have to say is that is there anything you'd like to say about this alex well yeah i mean i what you said is completely right on you definitely i think you hit it i think you speak um why i can't speak for anybody beyond myself Mm -hmm. or and but i would say that i imagine there are many listeners who can relate directly to what you just said thanks because there are many people who are first generation soil born U.S. Mm-hmm. Americans who come fr- whose families come and cultures come from elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's get really real about it in terms of now. I'm a born and raised Californian. Mm-hmm. So were my parents. So I think were their parents. Yeah. But at some point, my family line came on over on a boat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm an immigrant too. Yeah. Maybe not in this ego called Alex Rogers, but in the grand line of events that brought me here yeah um actually there is no line in the time but in the grand circle <laughs> yeah, in the yeah constant circle of events this is the result of immigration this yeah. is unless unless you are directly descended from a native tribe how fucking dare you yeah. and and i'm gonna get really i've already lost a lot of friends on facebook for this but you know what this is kind of one of those things where it's funny because we talk about like i don't want to get political look yeah not wanting to get political would be like you and I disagree on where federal spending should go. Mm-hmm. That's politics. Yeah. But when you say, well, as a Christian, I think that these Muslims get second, in fact, last choice. Well, you, dude, you're on the Pope himself right now. The Pope himself no. has just said it is completely hypocritical to be turning away people. And yeah. I don't know the direct scripture, but there is scripture from the Bible right. where I believe Jesus says, 
when the refugee, when the immigrant comes, accept him as your own. For you were once a refugee when you fled from Egypt. Mm. So I've noticed that my rage during all of this time comes from... I, I, I expect Trump and his like to act. In fact, oh, I just said the nasty word. I, I prefer to call him the orange troll, personally. <laughs> the orange troll and his merry band of ogres, they are unsolvable. I don't expect them to turn around. What, yeah. Because they also have a disease called malignant narcissism mm-hmm. that comes with it a lot of money and power. So yeah. I, that's a whole other thing that you just none of us can really fix. Yeah. What really kills me is people with just as little power and little representation as me and many people I know Mm. are siding with the bully. It's like if there was an abusive household and we're all siblings and we know dad is an alcoholic. He's a raging, disgusting, abusive alcoholic. Some of us get it and we're addressing it and the others are too scared. So they keep siding with dad and they go, you should just be silent and just do whatever he says because he's trying to do it but you keep ruining it because you won't obey him yeah it's like no <laughs> stop siding with the alcoholic dad yeah, yeah. be brothers and sisters in this you need and especially look i get it if you are just like a codeless anarchist and you defy religion and you say fuck all these people okay great you know what in some ways <laughs> i can accept that better yeah it's just the constant rhetoric that i keep reading is concerned christians who first of all look i know also you and and by the way by the way i'm doing a blanket statement christians listening if you are being christ-like if you are exercising tolerance and forgiveness and have an open mind and you realize that all of us are god's children i ain't picking on you i'd never do that yeah on the record i've always well except for the fact that i think one time we had a snafu because of technical difficulties yeah, yeah, yeah. i once spoke deep about Jesus right 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 yeah yeah i remember i've actually always really dug the man on, i do too on par with yeah. buddha and you mm-hmm. gotta understand it's kind of the same thing that's another discussion for yeah, another yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. but i've always been down with jesus yeah. i just see so many people who who even if they here, i promise ahead, we'll get yeah. to conan Super, yeah, yeah, yeah here's a point that i realize right here even like okay i don't think i am personally responsible for slavery in america mm-hmm. but you're damn well right that at some point a family member of mine in the past probably benefited yeah, off of yeah. this tipped balance mm-hmm. so here i am a privileged california white boy and i get to have and do these things and walk down the street because of how that history went down so when you see Christians who just show up and are like, well, I don't understand this opposite. It's like, do you realize, I know you didn't, but do you realize some of your ancestors came onto the soil with a cross and murdered people in yeah. the name of Jesus? Yeah. I know some of you aren't doing that, but if you're not exercising the difference and really like making, I mean, I'm picturing if churches across America, all that money that they're pooling and yeah. all the prayers that if they put it towards the government, I mean, get towards and against the government mm-hmm. thing. Like, no, stop. As Christians, we won't stand for this intolerance. These yeah, are people. Yeah. What are yeah. you doing? In fact, this is very near some of the lands our Savior comes from. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. let's not forget, Jesus ain't an American. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know, yeah. I know, I know there's some thought that it all happened in Jackson County, <laughs> yeah. but I'm sorry. And if I can say one thing to, say to, ten to, things. to our brothers and sisters, if you're yeah. having a 
a, a, a hard time getting along with someone from a different race. No, me and Alex are... Alex is white. I am Persian. Every time we see each other, we hug. We hug, dude. And, and we say, what's up? How are yeah. you? How was your Several day? Several times, too. Yeah. Like, five minutes later, we hug again. <laughs> yeah. We're like, no, for real, man. I mean, that's it. it. Life is about love. Yeah, and I, I hope we can somehow segue this into Conan. How about... <laughs> well, you? we kind of... Well, we will, actually, because... Go ahead. Because uh, Conan definitely... Yeah, I'm... I'm about to have a taste. Of when you take the rip, the I'm going to read the Conan like uh, facts and stuff. So, Do it. But take it into the microphone because I think it's funny when we hear the bubbles. <laughs> All but, right. Okay. Uh, so we're going to start with Conan the Barbarian and Alex will tell us how it relates to what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was uh, released in 1982, directed by John Milius, based on the character created by Robert E. Howard. Screenplay by Oliver Stone, which I knew, but then I realized again... I was like, oh, wow, when I rewatched it this weekend. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Max von Sydow, and James Earl Jones. Alex has taken his rip. Let it <laughs> Crumb. It's a platinum something. Platinum sour diesel. But, uh, but go ahead, Alex. And by the way, you know, Alex is coughing. But this, Woo! Alex, this Conan was your yeah. jam when you were a kid, right? Please oh my take God. us there. Tell us about so, it. So I'm extra excited today, folks, to talk about Conan. I'd like to talk to you about a great figure in history his yeah. name is conan he loves you he was beautiful he was beautiful born in a snowy mountain parents got killed <laughs> but he was a good boy he had limited vocabulary and a really thick Austri- austrian accent yeah yeah <laughs> but no um yeah conan the barbarian is what what's special about that is that it was i to my mind um I think it was the first of a genre that mm-hmm. <laughs> never even quite saw the same chance that the first Conan got. Right. Um, because it did get a sequel. Mm. And in some ways, Red Sonia is kind of a second sequel. Yeah. But they're very tongue-in-cheek. And the filmmakers of those next two movies kind of knew that they're like, eh, it's mm-hmm. camp. We don't have to worry about yeah. it too much. Yeah. You know? You look at Conan the Barbarian, and there's so much love and detail from yeah. a director's standpoint mm-hmm. on everything there. And let's first talk about the fact that I think probably you folks heard at the very beginning my rendition. Yeah, of Ma- that was Alex, Marco. by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the wizard who becomes Conan's chronicler, and he's like the narrator. And yeah, yeah. and it's constantly you know throughout the movie it will he'll he'll his voice will come back in and yeah. be like his was a tale of sorrow. Yeah. You know? And he has that cool like old man anime voice. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what what's well, I have to talk about the soundtrack first and foremost. Conan yeah. has one of both Conans actually are scored by Basil Polidorus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now he. Also, another phenomenal score he did is the Blue Lagoon soundtrack. Oh, wow. i never seen it, but I know. Oh, yeah. man. We got to do a whole show on Blue Lagoon With Brooke sometime. Shields? That yes, one? Oh, yeah. dude. That's, a, that's another one that people are like, oh, yeah, some 80s movie about teen lovers. And it's like, no, no, no. It will break your heart. And it deals with Wait, life, whoa, death, and Wait, hold on, hold on. Though. Yes, Blue, yes. Blue Lagoon is a good movie? It's I, I never seen it, oh, but I, I just wouldn't expect it to be dude. like an Alex oh, recommendation movie. Yeah, really? yeah. One of these days, because uh, just as I had an obsession with Conan in my teen years, there was a time where the Blue Lagoon was the paragon of all possible realities I wished to have lived. Did Brooke Shields have anything to do with it? I like it. <laughs> she, well, certainly one half of the equation. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I definitely identified myself with yeah. the boy in that, and I thought it would yeah. be nice to have a, a, a girl of, huh. of, of sure. Of, yeah, of dude, I got to see Shields that book. now. I mean, dude, if you're 
going to recommend it. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Well, like Conan, it is scored by Basil Polidoris, uh-huh. and it and it has this lush photography. Because it's another thing that the first Conan has is phenomenal right, cinematography. Right, right, yeah. They went to many locations, mm-hmm. um, and so. Uh, I'm losing my damn train of thought here. Well, yeah, yeah, you were, if I can refresh, uh, you were talking about how, like, the direction, the love of the direction mm-hmm. and stuff. One thing that... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 and of course, so, so yeah, and the fact that the music, I just, there's times where you can tell, it's almost, it's like Star Wars. You, you get the feeling that Lucas and John Williams must have been like, oh, fuck, yeah. yeah like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like, join together and be like, oh, yeah, and get that sound in there. Yeah. Because the soundtrack for Conan is so truly like sweeping mm-hmm, and romantic mm-hmm. and you got that horn in the bay that boom, yeah. boom, uh, it's yeah. really cool and the drums boom, boom, dun, dun, yeah, dun, dun. Yeah. it uh it really explodes yeah. off the screen one of the things with. that i like about the first one is mm-hmm. that it's so not tongue-in-cheek no no it's brutal yeah as fuck in yeah. fact i am going to argue that a lot of what you see in uh, game of thrones is inspired by the first comic. oh i would say so yeah especially um yeah, yeah, like definitely like the Dothraki and also, um, the, you know, just this the kind of the brutality yeah. of a world that's ruled by steel. Yeah, there's also and that n- Valeria. Valeria. And Valerian steel in Game of Thrones. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Because I, I, I was watching, um, you know, yeah. all this weekend and stuff, and I was I wonder like, oh, if Valeria. It, that might be Valerian. Valerian. Where oh, she's okay. Valeria. Well, but, who knows? By the, the way, way I'm like, <laughs> Alex is expert when it comes to fantasy <laughs> cinema and, and stuff. I do I'm, my best. I'm, I'm a sh- tourist. There's some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's some shit I, I know I'll get wrong, but that's, yeah. that's where you viewers, uh, listeners, yeah. uh, let us know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, and John Milius, let's not forget, this is the man who co-authored Apocalypse Now. Right. Yeah. Um, Famous and, tough guy. Kinda. Yeah. Very, and it's just and and really funny to to watch this movie with commentary because he says about seven times like he like he doesn't remember every time he sees Sandal Bergman in this. Uh. He goes, Ah, I just doesn't she look like a Valkyrie? <laughs> when I first saw her in the casting room, I thought this woman looks like a Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> he does have that very like, yeah. Like well, that, it's yeah. the it's the scotch and cigars. Yeah, but he yeah. loves that. Every interview you see him, he's like, and of course that this time I realized the only noble thing I could do was join the French Foreign Legion. Yeah, yeah. but instead I made Conan. <laughs> <laughs> he is like, he's like, um. I, I remember I heard this somewhere. I don't know if it was in a making of Doc or something, but he said that like with with Conan, I didn't want to make a comic book movie. I just wanted to make like you know. And I guess yeah. he is like a big history buff, and he's yeah. into Celtic stuff and Vikings mm-hmm. and shit like that. But go ahead. So. Well, no, I that's a good point. I don't know if I knew that, and that and it's true. Conan does have uh, had a long pedigree of of comic book yeah uh, there was a marvel comic know, definitely at the time, and yeah. some of those are really fun if you yeah can find i, them, I but... have a few collections oh yeah yeah that's awesome oh man. yeah <laughs> uh but yes he and you know what's crazy too is he also really trimmed down what oliver stone's original script was right. super dnd yeah. in terms of like you had like mutants and i think there's a dragon at one but like there were like fantastic yeah. creatures all over it what's odd and and kind of compelling about the first conan mm-hmm. movie, that world that they made it's all people yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, do you... So, so yeah, let's go p- point by point. Go ahead, yeah. This is a, also a great example of a movie that shows our hero as a boy. Mm-hmm. And they do something really interesting, too. And I don't know if it was intentional or not. They probably also thought, like, well, it's hard to 
get a kid to sound like young Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> but the kid doesn't say shit. He yeah, doesn't yeah. make one goddamn noise. Even yeah. as he watches his parents slaughtered in front of him, he doesn't say one goddamn thing. <laughs> By the thing. way, I just have to say, that mm. scene where Conan's mom dies is... Brutal. It's brutal, but it, the way they shot it and with the music is fucking yes. beautiful. Like, it's like one of those great, yeah. you know, parent and dies in front of the see, kids. See, the scenes. music, dude. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you remember the set, that's, it's all choral right there. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 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 Um, Sorry. Wow. You know what I just realized right there is Conan probably witnessed for the first time in his life one of the most masterful death strokes. He probably learned. He he lost a yeah, mother, yeah. but learned by watching Thulsa Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to do the death blow. Yeah, yeah. One day he'll repay. Yeah, and you know, like listener, I don't know if you've seen it or if you have yeah. seen it, but it's just one of those like, like fuck. Yeah. Scenes. Well, they like, do it. They do it beautifully because well let's here let's let's get some some trajectory yeah, into that yeah. moment. First of all, his dad lays an amazing little pathos on yeah. him in the beginning, yeah. telling him a myth about giants and how Crom Crom bested yeah. the giants. Yeah. But then he then he kind of takes away the theatrical delivery of his thing and, and gets real with his son mm-hmm. and says, "But it's not about giants. It's not about." beasts it's not about it's it's merely men who have done this mm-hmm. and he tells him no one in this world must can you trust not men not women not beasts yeah. and then he pulls out the sword and goes this you can trust yeah that's pretty awesome oh and you're like wow <laughs> and then of course two minutes after that they're raided yeah <laughs> by by uh uh Doom. and again the soundtrack is great there that's like on par with that like um that O Fortuna kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Like, it's really One thing, crazy. keep going, but there mm-hmm. was one thing that I needed you to clarify for Please. me. Because I was confused. Yeah. Okay, but keep going. Go to the wheel. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Okay, well, you. yeah. Um, it's just uh, his dad is ripped apart by dogs. Yeah, yeah. They, like, he gets, like, a nasty finish. They didn't even give him the dignity to have, like, a one-on-one. On yeah. Falls. No, no, no. He's ripped apart by It's not by beautiful, dogs. like, when the mom dies. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Kinda, no, he gets, yeah. like, a, a mangy death. And yeah. then she... But she's amazing. And by the way, uh, d- like, that, to me, is Red Sonia. If you recall, the mom has this, like, red fire hair. And she has this look of, like, do not fuck with my little yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And she has this incredible thing, but it, I, as I recall, Thulsa Doom gives her the kind of serpent stare, and mm-hmm. then she just kind of gets hypnotized, and he kind of pulls this whole, like, well, I'll just slowly turn away, and then he suddenly strikes, and the way they shoot it is that the camera is just about chest level on her, mm-hmm. but full level on little Conan. Yeah. You can see him holding her hand, and just the head drops, yeah, the yeah. hair, the fiery hair just descends down. So, of course, the body then slowly falls out of his fingers. And he's just standing there looking at his empty hand. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's a beautiful scene. Beautiful moment. Yeah. Now, I got some fun little real-life trivia Please. for you right yeah, now. Yeah, go ahead. Upon this moment, too, they do a great job. And I love this, where it's not just the main bad guy. The main bad guy has to have two henchmen. Mm-hmm. you got to have the yin and the yang that you have to get through before yeah. you get to the source evil. Right. And you have these two characters, Rexar and Th- and Thorgrim. Did one of them look kind of look like Lemmy from Motorhead? Uh, there yeah. was a guy in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah okay, definitely, okay, there definitely. You go. So Thorgrim, the non-bearded one of the two. Mm-hmm. All right, 
I've met him. Oh yeah, he is fucking incredible, and oh, nice. he's a really cool dude who who is and and he like was in charge of wrangling all of like the big muscular dudes you uh-huh. see throughout that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he t- was telling me it's like yeah, shooting that movie was very interesting. We were in Spain for about seven months, and That's crazy. Really, and and what's great is he talked about how John Milius directed them uh-huh. for that raid scene. Oh yeah, well, and what he said, and he said, John Milius the night before they did that raid scene, put on the like the either the uniform war, uh-huh. or or a replica of to look like Goering, one uh-huh. of Hitler's top SS men. <laughs> so imagine the full like you know like long like almost trench coat yeah, yeah. Nazi rig, all the all the medals and all that, and he's pacing about and like telling them and like directly right. quoting. Goering about like total <laughs> annihilation and you know yeah. to like beef them up as and you know, yeah. I was like so really he like he like recited real Nazi like rousing battle that's cry so stuff nuts. for you guys and he was like yeah he was a, he he was crazy I mean that's so believable because of the fact that I guess John Milius is one of those big military nerds, yeah he's you know what I mean a total he, I think he probably could tell us any any date any fact yeah. Any battle yeah, and, yeah. And, and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's it, I just love the image of that. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> like, I heard yeah, yeah. there was, I, I saw a documentary about him like years ago, and they said at USC he used to dress up like a Mexican bandito and would wear like a poncho and so Like, he was just yeah. this, like, he's one of the great, like, wild men of, of Hollywood <laughs> that you read about and stuff. But uh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That's, that's exactly it. Yeah. I, I could see him, you know, coming from that kind of. Yeah, I, did I, the guy say anything like, else? The, the... Yeah, um, which, by the way, I, 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 I'm, we're saying the guy, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sven. Sven, guy, yeah, Sven, oh. really, really cool dude, and and he, uh, yeah, yeah, and also, you know, where else you see him? Gladiator. We who are about to die salute you in in the Russell Crowe. In, in the Russell Crowe, remember when he goes one on one against that guy mm. and the tigers are yeah. on the chains right there? That dude who he fights. Admittedly, he has a mask through a lot of it, but that's, oh, that's yeah? Thor. Oh, right. nice. So Sven, so, Sven, we salute you, Sven. Yeah, dude, really cool guy. Yeah. And thank you for always being kind to me, sir. Thanks, and, uh, and thanks and for giving us you again pearls of wisdom and yeah. knowledge and stuff. But go ahead. But um, yeah, so then, yeah, okay. So this is another great thing where we've seen the childhood Conan. Now, mm-hmm. how do you reveal our star, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. And it's brilliantly done how yeah. he's brought to the wheel of pain. And what a great image for like how one naturally actually does get through one's childhood yeah, years. Yeah. You're kind of in this, you know, we, and what what they have to do is all the children, all the, the slave children from all the villages he's been yeah. raiding have to push yeah, yeah. the, what, 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 are, what are the things I'm trying to say? You it's know, like, like, the, yeah, like, I know the, what you're talking about. Like it's like a spokes. big giant gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the big spokes yeah. and this giant wheel, they have to push it. And what's cool is through this, and by the way, good for you, 80s. <laughs> you guys got the montage down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this like Rocky or anything else, it has this phenomenal montage where you're cross dissolving and you're noticing changes of seasons. Yeah, yeah. And you're seeing the everyone's legs go from scrawny little legs to slightly muscular and bigger yeah. and you see fewer and fewer people pushing this mm-hmm. wheel until you realize there's this giant of a man yeah. who's just left there and with the music and the way it's shot, you just see long hair. And let's, again, forget anything you know about Arnold. He, he's kind of made quite a few names for himself yeah, yeah, yeah. since then. But this is just... And at this point, the world really didn't know much or have much opinion about him. He yeah. did a couple things. Yeah. If you were really in the know, I think you knew about his like pumping iron right, stuff. Right. But this is, hello world, 
here's our hero. And just this simple lift of the head. And, and you got to give credit where credit's due. This is, you know, you uh, Arnold has very little to do here. He has about 19 lines yeah. in this movie. Half of them are just... Really? Um, oh, yeah. dude. So limited. This, yeah. is, this is one of the most... I think even Clint Eastwood has more to say in the, in the Man With No Name yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. You know? He has very little to say. So there's a lot that he has to do with his face. And, I, you know, look, this is one of his first movies. And I think it's an underrated... People don't talk about yeah, some of the vulnerabilities yeah. and some of the... And just yeah. he has this great look where he kind of, like, looks up and has this whole, like... Yeah, I might be a slave, but I've just I'm I'm look at my body. I'm yeah, ready, yeah, I'm yeah, ready to yeah. rock. I <laughs> mean, if I was put on that wheel since I was a kid, and then I had Arnold's body, oh. I would say thank you. <laughs> thank, you know, I, I look great. Thanks. I would have just been I would have been a <laughs> substandard mountain man. <laughs> <laughs> One thing when I saw the line of like slave children, call me sick. I thought that was really funny looking. You know, like just <laughs> a bunch of sick. kids. <laughs> you know, sorry. <laughs> but, but it's funny. It's yeah. funny. One thing that I wanted to, I was gonna to ask you to clarify how does he go from the wheel to a gladiator ah so i was confused you see later on this like fiery red bearded dude come in on a horse uh-huh, uh-huh. and again like a, a lot of the movie has no dialogue yeah, yeah and you just see him come up and it looks like the main guy who like owns the wheel of pain mm-hmm. knows him because they kind of do that that great that hetero macho thing where it's like, we're going to clasp each other's elbows and that's yeah. as far as it goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you get the idea that they're hatching out a kind of deal. And oh, my feeling oh. is, is that this guy is a guy who buys slaves oh, to I put see. them into gladiator. Pit. I see. Okay. But what's really cool is the way they show it, the purchase of it is they simply make Conan sit on one side of like now now it's like all right we're closed now you know yeah. fan is closed for the day yeah <laughs> and everything it's quiet and it's cool because you just hear the and if you yeah you know yeah. and he and the gladiator he'll have to face are just meant to sit across from one oh. another uh-huh. and just sit there cross-legged and yeah. his opponent is like looks like he's about to eat his face just not saying <laughs> anything and they're just looking at each other and then it just kind of explosively cuts to his first day in the in the arena, yeah, yeah, where he's kind of almost like a dumb, gentle giant to begin mm-hmm. with, because he's never had to actually like fight right. anybody. He's right, just right. been in a, you know up until that point, his powers were just like a being just a work mule, right, kind of right, thing. right, right. So he right. has the he has the the capacity for strength, but he has no finesse yet. Yeah. He's just kind of just a big lunk who's in there, and they sick this kind of more kind of wily, bitey kind mm-hmm. of you know, because the thing actually does like bite him in the neck yeah. and all that. And this is where again you Wait, see. Wait, what some... was that? What was what did they say? Oh, 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 well, the dude that his his gladiator gladiatorial oh, okay, opponent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. as opposed to the kind of giant frame, he has more of that kind of. Wide, oh, right, right, right. Okay. I thought wily, you were talking about an animal, and he right? uses yeah. his damn teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. Bites Conan, but then Conan is eventually just through. You know, and it's that great like comic book elbow thing. It's like I'm gonna now slam my elbow, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and just break boom. your yeah, yeah. break your arm, and then he like snaps his neck. But then they do this incredible again, great montage yeah. you know, showing, you know, yeah. Oh, the montages cut, in this are amazing. Where you notice now he now he's being allowed to use a couple weapons because mm-hmm. I think that they always start you up by throwing you in with nothing. Yeah, it's like, well, if you can make that, then you can, <laughs> then you get a weapon. Yeah, well, he, yeah. then he gets a weapon, and then yeah. you see him more and more learning that you at the end you always. Mm-hmm. throw your arms out to the crowd yeah, yeah yeah and it's cool because you'll see him kind of like awkwardly do it at one point and then one of them he has this moment where he's almost like kissing the crowd yeah, like, yeah. And co- covered in blood yeah so question 
answer. So, so, <laughs> so Conan is, uh, he's, he's becoming a, he's a gladiator now. Yeah, and through yeah. montage, we see all that. Yeah. There's a part where he's sort of, and forgive me if I'm jumping too ahead, but I don't mm. think so, where he says this amazing sort of mantra. Do you remember what the mantra is? And can I'm you say? Cause so it's... glad you asked because I I meant to I, before we did the yeah. show I was gonna be yeah. like oh you have to ask you have to cue me to do this yeah, yeah. so here we are we're at the natural yeah. part oh all right. nice all you have to do is say to me the words Conan what is best in life okay I will do it okay yeah. and I'll try to do it in a voice yeah and <clears throat> and remember you're like the old wise master okay. of like many uh, assassins in training kind right, of thing right. old wise master wise master. Conan, what is best? No, <laughs> no. Conan, what is best? What, what does he say? What is he goes, best he in goes, life? Yeah, yeah, and, and and yeah, kind of militant. Like Conan, what is best in oh, life? Yeah. And maybe we should wait. For yeah, this plane. wait for this fucking plane. Okay, this fucking plane. <laughs> yeah, God, God fucking, fucking damn it! Fucking Harrison Ford with your planes. <laughs> okay, uh, Conan, what is best in life? To crush all your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of the women. Yeah. yeah! You know. And you know what's great is after you hear them all cheering, you hear the wise master kind of mutter, ah, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what's funny? I Somewhere, maybe it was on AV Club. You know AV Club. Yeah. Somebody was saying, I love Conan, but I hate that quote. It's so mean. No, no, it, it totally, I mean, it's really, it don't work for today. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. this is what we're going to say. It's like, like, be merciless in killing men yeah. and then get off on the wailing tragedy yeah, of yeah. all their wives. Yeah. Yeah, By yeah. the way, one other thing. Maybe mm. I'm jumping ahead with this. Conan has a serious problem with camels. Yeah, yeah, he does have a serious problem. Is that with like was that with the character? <laughs> like was that a character well, you know, trait? Or I something? never I, guilty confession. I don't think I've ever read any of the Robert E. Howard original literature. I've read on like him. a few pages of the Cimmerillion or something where it was like just basically laying out what right. the world was. But I was like, oh, the Silmarillion. Yeah, J.R.R. Tolkien <laughs> in conjunction with Robert E. Howard. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm dumb. <laughs> right, right, right. That was that was for J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. There was something like Robert E. Howard did this thing where it was just like. Like sort of explaining Conan's world right. and stuff, and that, I was trying to that read does, it. that does that delights me to no end because <laughs> J.R.R. Tolkien kind of did create did. a PG thirteen only universe. Oh, yeah. So I love the idea that <laughs> Conan shows up and it's like <laughs> I'm going to rape and yeah, kill a yeah. lot of people. Dude, <laughs> I heard this really yeah. weird thing. There's a documentary uh, called Conan Unchained, I guess, okay. which was made like a couple years ago. I think it was like a Blu-ray feature or something. It was yeah. like a DVD thing. And John Milius said this, and I tried to look up on the internet to see if this was true, but he said that Robert E. Howard, when he... And John Milius, if you've heard what we've been talking about, him, he's kind of a big, larger-than-life guy. Yeah. A lot of what he says can be taken as, maybe that's true, maybe that's just him being sort of exaggerated or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said that, like, Robert E. Howard saw Conan behind him. Ah. And, and he had to, like, put it down in the typewriter and he couldn't sleep or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Have you heard uh, that? I have heard this. And I think he was in a kind of alcoholic, depressed oh, yeah. place. Yeah. I.e. a writer. Uh, <laughs> who, <laughs> and I say that with love, everyone. Mm. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, and and I've heard the story as well that he, he... Whether it was in his mind's eye or he had a straight up hallucination. Yeah. Or indeed a yeah. time warp happened. Yeah, and, yeah. and the Sumerian <laughs> came from the past. 
But um, yeah, and basically gave him the ultimatum was like, you either write me now or I will kill you kind yeah. of thing. And that's, that's awesome. Nuts. Like what a in some yeah. I mean that sounds really scary yeah. but in some ways like all of us should really have That's like our cool. creations yeah. like show up and be like you better create yeah. me the same all. thing happened with Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse <laughs> no I'm just kidding I gotta tell you Mr. Disney I'm gonna shit you if you don't draw me down oh fuck I gotta write oh man alright alright right. I'll just use circles to make your nose and ears yeah. but um so going on so yeah, we, yeah. we deviated a little bit but oh this yeah is, you oh know. no and then and then you notice that they're teaching Conan how to read how to fence how to use curved weapons right. not just big you know barbarian yeah. you know double side webs but like scimitars yeah and, question yes. about the guy that's uh and again this is alex's world he's he's giving me a tour through it and i and, you know full disclosure i was gonna ask you when you first saw conan and, and oh yeah know. yeah yeah when uh it, i remember um i had to have been about nine or ten and i caught it on tv uh, yeah same but even when you're nine or ten you know that shit's being edited yeah yeah, yeah. and i remember i was initially very bored because i wanted um like more fantastical creatures mm-hmm. the thing about conan is you do get a big snake later on yeah and yeah, falsa doom does have a metamorphosis into a snake which is freaky it's freaky and it's it's weird like i it, it's it's cool that they didn't have cgi yet because they, they had limited approach yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we'll yeah. get to that when we yeah, get there go but, ahead yeah but um and 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 some spirits later on which are really just kind of like post-production animations <laughs> yeah going. but that looked cool i have yeah, to yeah say. no no it, it? It, it's yeah. cool it's cool yeah. it's just that i remember as a child i wanted like you know orcs and ogres yeah, yeah, yeah. and trolls and actual like you know what we would eventually get yeah in the tolkien movies. i mean yeah you're right i mean i saw it again i think it was on upn or one of those channels yeah. or something and it was on tv and i don't remember being like too bored but it wasn't like like i remember seeing like hercules 2 on tv with lou ferrigno (laughs) and that was nothing but creatures and this and that and that was like more of a fun time but yeah conan is something you appreciate Mm -hmm. throughout your life and stuff like that because it is a really good movie yeah no it's great and that's when i then i think i was 12 because at 12 i suddenly went into sword and sorcery mode. my world was dungeons and dragons yeah I found every movie that tended to be from the 80s or early 90s that yeah. had some big barbarian dude yeah, with yeah. big hair and a sword. Most of them suck. Yeah. Most of them also I have a very fond place for, but yeah, they yeah, do yeah. suck. Yeah. And uh and um that was incredible too because again, Conan is raw as hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, not very consensual rape, although, uh, whoops, did I just say not consensual rape? That sounded awful. Consensual sex, i.e. rape, is all over the movie. So kind of cringe, nowadays we're kind of like, oh yeah, well. But uh, actually, I don't know if it's, I think Game of Thrones runs guiltier of it than than Well, Game of Thrones is like planet yeah. rape sometimes yeah. it can, you know like it definitely it, it's, can but i mean you know at one point i mean this happens when you watch like an older movie and you're mm. like the attitudes are not as evolved right. as they are now or whatever and i remember at one point conan i think he was drunk and he's like oh you sluts yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, I'm yeah. Like, and, oh, that's, conan. and that's actually how i learned uh the word the word <laughs> so every time i hear slut yeah i think of, of arnold going <laughs> you are slut yeah. i will say that there's that scene where and they describe the woman, women as grade A stock or something. Oh, and, then no, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was also uh, something. What does he say? He was allowed to taste the pleasures of women when he was given the finest yeah. stock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was a part. You know, you know what? I realized that's actually the one scene. 
Yeah. I take it back because you know what? Everything else is actually very Pretty much consensual. A, it's consensual. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. the witch woman in the hut. Oh, I forgot. That's another fantastical creature. Yeah. Weird witch woman. Oh, in the I hut. love that part. That is and a he very throws cool her in the part. fire. Yeah. Pretty cool. That is very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Valeria is actually one of the, I think, actually quite a strong female. Yeah, 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 yeah. And badass. Yeah. But and that saves Conan. Yeah, but yeah. that scene where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna give Conan a chick," and then she's—I thought yeah. this was very nice of Conan because you can tell oh, yeah, the yeah. poor girl is scared. Yeah, and he instead of having his way immediately with her, he covers her right. with, a, with like a blanket or something. Yeah, and yeah, he's sort yeah, of yeah. like he's almost he takes like, like a paternal a bear thing fur or something. And puts yeah. it around her, and he's just kind of like and and just kind of like yeah. assuring her. Yeah, which, and then he puts her on the ground. Yeah. And does his, <laughs> yeah, but I guess uh, yeah, you know I I don't know why I just said earlier because I mean yeah, it's a brutal world, but it's not. There but, are way you know, rapier movies. Yeah, but Conan, I can yeah. see why you would think that. Yeah, I mean why that would sort of linger because right. of the fact that it is such a. Ooh, yeah, masculine yeah, yeah. kind of you know and the thing. movie is all about a very masculine yeah, dude yeah. like look at the muscle on him would yeah. you say conan for you yeah in terms of 80s late 70s early 90s sword and sandal sorcery stuff would you say conan is the gold standard it kind i think it kind of is yeah it all and it and uh I kind of want to put Beastmaster on probably because <laughs> they both came out in the same year. Oh, yeah? They both did, yeah, both 82. Yeah. And they both did a really fine job of, of bringing like just enough kind of, oh, this could have happened in history. But yeah, also, yeah, oh, that's definitely yeah. some fantasy yeah. right there. Um, and fantastic soundtracks in both yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I think Conan <clears throat> the Barbarian especially is indeed the gold standard. I can't really think of anything. And honestly... A really well done and big pro- budget production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't you wouldn't see that again until the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the soundtrack and Lord of the Rings. Some of those horns are. I, yeah. I, I think they're total throwbacks to Conan. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. What did you? This is a little digression, but I, just because it's within. I the love thing. digressions. Yeah. What did you think of Willow? Oh, I loved Willow. Willow was great. Yes, I no, thought Willow, Will- was cool. Willow was phenomenal. Now that one came out towards the end of the whole. Yeah, thing. that yeah. was like '88. Yeah, but that was my jam as a child. Yeah, yeah, Way yeah. Before yeah. Conan would come into my life. Plus, Willow's safer for children. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, but there were parts in Willow that really freaked me oh, out. As a dude, kid. you know what? Funny, but so quick digression. Yeah, go ahead. On Willow. Yeah. I specifically remember. That when I saw Willow, I was of su- such a young age that I didn't understand that movies were acted out. I really thought that they were captured <laughs> moments in life. Yeah. And I and I was so scared for the baby and the old woman yeah, being yeah, hunted yeah, yeah, down yeah. by those weird fucking dogs. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's really really scary. Yeah. Plus, I think. There's just something about crying babies that just about anyone with a pumping blood yeah. of heart, you know, kind yeah. of, kind of get, has a certain feeling. Of yeah, it. yeah. Except and for me, I think slave kids are fun. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah, you're one, right. <laughs> once they're old enough to walk, it's hilarious. They're in chains. They do yeah, shit yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. When uh, the uh, seeing this this poor this old woman hobbling, and then you realize she has to do the Moses and, throw yeah, her, and yeah. put the kid down the river, and then get attacked by those dogs. I remember I got so scared, and I still remember my mom sitting me down and explaining <laughs> to me. She's like, so let's all pretend. These are people yeah. who are pretending, and those are actually, those dogs are just real dogs, and they put some stuff around yeah. it. But yeah. I remember it, I, it was like, oh, okay, so now it's safe to feel scared for the character, yeah. not for the reality, you know, yeah, some, yeah. some possible yeah. reality in that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I remember it. Yeah, very, very scary. And great uh, uh, monsters. Dude, the troll. Yeah. Later on, eh! 
oh, like that. <laughs> and then when it becomes the the, the two headed yeah, damn thing, fucking, like yeah. yeah, and dude, and and Val Kilmer is great. Yeah, in yeah, this yeah. movie, you got to give that man. I I I still, you know what's funny? I did. Oh, dude, another thing. Okay, yeah. do you remember later on when they escape from like? There's one part which for me always kind of did drag the movie where he have he has to go through the love potion and get all like you are the sun the moon. Oh, I sun. remember. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when if that finally wears off and it's before they go sledding down the yeah, snow yeah, mountain, yeah, yeah. it's so fun that part, right? Yeah. He finally gets like his sword and you get to see like Mad Mardigan like own some people mm-hmm. and he kills them all. And then Willow goes, "You are great." You know? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. And then, and then Val Kilmer gives him this like, "Yeah, I am," and he twirls his sword yeah, yeah. and catches it, and then slips in the snow. Yeah, and falls down. Yeah. As a child, I thought that was the coolest shit ever, <laughs> and I remember making a girl who I do I had a big crush on yeah. just laugh <laughs> by doing that. And I yeah. was holding, I, probably not a sword, probably a stick or something, but I, I kind of smiled and winked at her. Yeah. I twirled the stick, caught it perfectly, and then slipped <laughs> on my back. And she was like, ah, you And I was like, thank you, Mad Mardigan. I <laughs> how, learned. Wait, how old were you when this? Oh, I'm like second grade. Oh, you, know, you know, we're, you we're know, talking yeah, about yeah, early yeah, crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just, I just learned as yeah. a little kid right there. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. got be act badass and then be a klutz. Yeah. Really cool, hey, right? quick thing. Yeah. Did you watch Beast? Beastmaster on HBO when you were was well, that- you told me the hey Beastmaster oh, yeah, yeah. on yeah, <laughs> yeah, HBO no no I caught that one on uh, TNT back in those old like oh, yeah? Joe Bob Briggs with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. Monster Vision yeah. and all that I heard stuff, something yeah. like TBS is called the Beastmaster Station that's or right <laughs> or something like that because it was on those channels it was yeah going back to Conan back to Conan we made Whoops. a little thing yeah, 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 but yeah. that was good because it has of to course, do with everything of course ask away what else do you um, want to know about so uh, to crush your enemies lamentation of your win- of their women we, we uh, discussed yeah. oh and then of course and then he's set free dude he was going to be a gladiator his whole life so that's why he gets set free right because he's a good gladiator and his master how does that happen well you know what it is i think his it's it's weird his master like sees that he is uh, just a highly accomplished uh-huh. dude, and there's this wonderful moment where you see like conan has become a finessed fighter and he's yeah. just like going down and oh he, i like, thought that was so awesome right? yeah, yeah 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 and he's, he's like, like spinning his sword and shit and, yeah and then he and he kind of looks at the sword with this kind of like the glory of steel yeah and, yeah, yeah. And it's like because and and whatever the you know asian equivalent of this world is he's learning that kind of eastern yeah, equivalent yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. So, so he's become a well-educated well you know f- accomplished fighter and i think the master and he's drunk too you see him kind of like sloppily unchain him and he just goes go go you're free and i I guess he just felt yeah that this is this is someone who has to just go out into the world i guess so tell me about the part where camel (laughs) yeah well that what's funny that's coming up yeah yeah. Yeah. okay uh but what part yeah the part where he meets that chick oh yeah okay so taking another rip we need it because (laughs) yeah yeah and folks i'm not smoking i gotta steer the ship but interdimensional alex can smoke whatever he wants Thank you. Yeah. But, um, hold on. Yeah, I wrote here, Conan uh, has a very conflicted relationship with camels, but that's, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yes. So, um, for some reason he has to go yeah. to see Oh, and, the- and before this, he has, so, so the, the sword his father made, Thulsa Doom has. Yeah. So he doesn't have a sword right now. Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's wandering through the wild, and he's being chased down by these wild dogs, and he finds his way into a crypt, and he sees this skeleton king on a throne, and, and I always wanted that skeleton king to, like, come alive and right, like, attack right, right. him, but he takes the skeleton king's sword, yeah, 
Yes. Uh, just one thing, yes. little interjection. Yes. Another great sequence of music and image. Yeah. Very on par with the mom sequence. Yeah. Very cool. That one, and I remember that track. It's called like Aegean Steel or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. And he, and yeah, it's that. Yeah. It's like like the the. Yeah, the, the strings are so. So explain rich there. what's the significance of the of the skeleton. I watch this again completely high, but like you know, <laughs> yeah. like he's like the. I think he basically found like a a, a, a royal person's crypt because there's mm-hmm. treasure all in there, mm-hmm. and you can tell this was like some kind of king sitting right, there. Right, right, right. Now, when I was a young kid, I thought for some reason they had like put his father's body there, and that, yeah, because yeah, he. But you know what I think it is is um, Conan actually attributes that he thinks that this is Crom uh-huh, himself uh-huh. under the mountain, uh-huh, uh-huh. and you you kind of get the feeling of this because when he takes the sword, it's re- there is this moment though where you see the hand, the, the skeleton hand, yeah, is yeah. kind of slowly, yeah, yeah. and you're you know I guess nowadays it would have come alive and he would have won a yeah, battle yeah. sequence, but at the time you're like oh it's alive, <laughs> and then oh no it just slips forward, but it kind of freaks Conan out yeah. for a second to look, and he goes. Crom, and then kind of ceremoniously puts his forehead to the sword. So I think I think I didn't think about this till now, but I think we're supposed to imagine like, yeah, no, he he went to like yeah. the, the the bowels of Crom, came out victorious yeah. with his own sword, yeah. and now he's ready to fucking really view the world. And his first stop is the witch's hut. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Before we get to the witch's hut, a little note about the sword. When I used to think of Conan, I always imagined like a big ass sword, like yeah. a big bulky sword. If you really look at it, it's kind of thin and sleek. It's just wide. It's wide. Yeah. That, it's a cool. wide blade, but it ain't like, it's not a big chunky It's not like fucking, He-Man's Yeah, sword. no, no. Yeah. It ain't like He-Man's yeah. sword. It, it's, it's a wide one, but it's got a thin, thin yeah, blade. Yeah. And it has... Uh, yeah, yeah, and and plus, it's interesting. The one that's always on the cover over Conan yeah. is indeed the sword that his father made that you oh, see I crafted see. all in the beginning. But yeah. you don't get to that sword yeah, till way yeah, later yeah. on, you know? Because oh no, actually, it's uh, one of the uh, Rexor gets the sword. All right, all right. so so Conan has to go see this free the lair. <laughs> he goes to the lair of a freaky woman. I think it's just whoops. She's just on the. It happens to be right there in yeah, the road, which and, is the story of my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and hmm. Uh, is this for me here too? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank it's you. it's uh, carbonated water, so you might belch. Oh well, the, the, <laughs> y'all cool. don't mind at yeah. all. I'm gonna yeah, take yeah. some too. I've never belched into the mic before, but <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, we can we can do that. Yeah, okay. uh, thank you, folks. Uh, this is a good time for you to snack up or yeah. pour yourself a drink or have a power bar. Put on a Basil Polidori soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Fun other fact about Basil Polidori: he also scored RoboCop. Oh yeah. So yep. the 80s were that was his, his time. Yeah. And uh, he wanted to be, I think he actually went to UCLA directing school to be a director oh, wow. and knew all those directors who he would eventually uh-huh. score uh-huh. for. Uh-huh. But he then found this aptitude for soundtrack huh. making. And I'm so glad he did because yeah. he did some of my favorite work ever. Is he still active? He, I think, passed away, I want to say, like 10 or more years ago, actually. So he's not active anymore. No. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> not really making heaven music. Yeah, now. now he's with the, you know, now with Jesus. I don't know why. I kind of went sort of uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins there. Now he's with the angels. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lair of the, the Freaky Woman. Oh, yeah, Lair yeah. of the Freaky Woman. Yeah. I remember. This is the one time yeah. where anyone refers to him as a barbarian. Uh-huh. He finally, like, oh, I guess Conan is a barbarian. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, she goes, there is a price, barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a really 
interesting moment it, it's kind of one of the old tropes that a lot of dudes i think fear is what if i find this very very attractive very wild woman who actually through sex wants to kill me yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. and uh but this is where we also learn about and kind of it solidifies that she knows something about Thulsa doom uh-huh, uh-huh. and i remember she talks about the standard that he has it's right. the, the two snakes facing each other yeah, yeah so is that why he's there well, it's more like she was there, and then he's like, <laughs> and then she's like, "What do you seek?" And 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 he's like, "Or no, I remember she talks about something about snakes." And and you yourself, the viewer, are kind of thinking like, "I wish Arnold would say so." He hasn't said yeah, any yeah. words. And he goes, "Snakes? Did you say snakes?" And you're like, "Oh, he talked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, then they then they have they have sex and then she start her hair starts to go kind of white and she starts clawing his back and then yeah. and you can kind of tell through the weird noise and like <laughs> like sounds and all that and he throws her into the fire and then she shoots fireballs at her yeah, fingers yeah, at him yeah. and then she turns into a flame and flies out and what does he have to say about the whole event Crumb. <laughs> hey but then that's where he meets subatai his first sidekick in the okay. movie S- explain subatai so subatai is harkanian from the great order of Herlick or something like that. Uh, the point is, and to which to uh, uh, Conan is like, so what are you doing here? Yeah. It's like, dinner for Wolf. <laughs> and he's, uh, so what's funny is I think through the commentary you learned that this was actually John Milius's surfing buddy. Oh, really? Not even an actor. Yeah. It's like, no, you're totally Subutai. You should be in this movie. Subutai, so he was like, yeah, he was like the sidekick, basically. He's a, right? and he's a thief, and he's, okay. he's basically yeah, the remember, guy yeah. who gets Conan into thieving. Uh-huh. Because that's like a major part of Conan's. It's character. a huge part, yeah. and and if, if anything, this movie kind of should have been called Conan the Thief. Yeah, but, yeah. It, but it sounds so wily. You know? yeah. He's a he's a barbarian yeah. who started as a workhorse, who then became a gladiator, yeah. and now he's a free ranging uh, thief. And there's uh, this beautiful theme where again you see the montage and, and then you realize wow conan has a friend now he's never had a friend yeah and they're buddies yeah and they run across the countryside they don't have horses yeah that's, a, that's another like major point you see them oh yeah running through huh. fields they run from city to city yeah and i always thought as a kid like man that it to me there's some part in my heart that I hope my friends and I, we're, we're always like have a sword that we're holding yeah. and we're just simply running through the fields yeah. to the next town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very, you know, oh, and, and there's, uh, I didn't realize this as a kid. They totally talk drugs at one point. With Wait, guy. what? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they get high off of something. Uh-huh. It's, it's interesting. You don't see them imbibe, but um, when they're learning about, the, they, they go to this one town and they realize, oh, yeah, well, you're looking for the snake cult. They have a tower right uh-huh. there. And they're like, okay, thanks for the information. And the guy goes, hey. And he looks both ways and pulls out something, like a little jar, and he just opens it. And he goes, Black Lotus, Stygian, the best. Oh, okay. And yeah. then, and then Subutai says something like, this better not be, and he says some word that's like, that's oh. like, like, Hagar, which I guess is like, it'd be like, this better not be swag. And yeah, then he, yeah. he goes, I was so Hagar to a, to a snake killer yeah, yeah, or something yeah. Like, yeah and then it cuts to the two of them walking down and he's like hey chew slowly <laughs> this is good stuff you know <laughs> wait wow no i gotta go back and yeah see it. like they get kind of they get kind of stony and and, and hazy and, yeah. then, and then yeah so here's here's this is the town where he has a bad moment with a camel yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is it's cool it's where you realize like there you know even heroes can go a little too far mm. with things and that's where they're leaving, and and he's like, "You are slut!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he bumps into a damn camel yeah. and punches the camel. Yeah, 
poof. And it yeah. looks real. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like they faked right. it. I'm like... Oh, we forgot a very, very important point before that. Before that, they pass by a tent, and you see a guy straight up, like, fucking, like, a llama or something. Really? So, oh, yeah, straight up. Oh, wow. Like, he's, like, behind him. At this Again, I'm like, ah. And then so Conan goes, <laughs> can you believe that? <laughs> and that's what makes him kind of stumble back. And he bumps into the camel oh. and then punches the damn camel. So it's it's one wow. hilarious event after that. So it's all done in one little kind yeah, of arcing shot yeah. right there. But punching the camel is, like, that's game over. Because you notice every town person just stops what they're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then Subutai scolds him and says, you're too big to be a thief. <laughs> and then he goes, come, let's leave this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that is later on when they see the snake tower, they meet the next adventurer. Who is? Valeria. Valeria. Okay. And Conan says one line to her, you're not a god. And that's the only thing you will hear him say to her. Any spoken words uh-huh. to her. A woman he will give his heart and body to. Right. And she to him. Who will have a fucking to death till us, to, till death do us part yeah. relationship. Yeah. And the only thing we see him say to her in the whole movie is, you're not a god. That's nuts. That's because, Everything else is her talking to yeah, him. Yeah. You know, I've seen this movie maybe, if I had to add it all up, I think maybe in my life, like mm. four times. Mm. Twice Maybe about forty times. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you're you're mentioning a bunch of stuff that completely like mm-hmm. just went over my head. You know. Maybe yeah. Like, he just doesn't really. Well, because you notice later on, she has a moment where she's talking to him about like, I remember when I was a young. You know, I had to run away from my home, and I would see lovers in their tents, and they kept each other warm. But yeah. I had to keep walking. And now we found each other, and we'll be warm. And he has jack shit to say to her. Yeah, he just yeah. sits there and is looking at her. <laughs> Yeah, well, and she's like a major part of his fantasies in like the second one, which I'm jumping, but like, well, definitely yeah. it's an impetus. The whole the second one is is kind of we'll uh, get there, yeah, 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 we'll get there. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, here he is, and you can tell that there's this kind of like spark between them instantly. Yeah, and it makes yeah. sense because it takes a badass to mm-hmm. attract a badass. Yeah, 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 and this is a really cool part too. I love the the music. It's really cool here because you're hearing like the sound of the snake cult, uh-huh. and it's a lot of like. Like this kind of like choral stuff, but also you hear this drone off of some kind of fiddle, and you you hear this music in like old, real like our history medieval music, right. like this kind of yeah, drone, yeah, isn't it? yeah. And um, sure enough, there's this jewel. Now this is going to become a big part of the movie: the fact that he sees this jewel, and Conan steals it. But of course, there's this giant snake uh-huh. under him. Looks kind of silly now. Yeah. But yeah. at the time, it was really cool. This yeah. giant snake comes up, and he has to, like, stab it through the mouth and right. all that, and he gets out of there. Also, the leader of this cult is Thulsa Doom's number two, Rexor, oh. who's got the big, you know, uh-huh. Viking mustache. Lemmy from Motorhead. Yeah, yeah, Motorhead yeah. guy. So yeah. he is, uh, uh, yeah, the head of this cult and, and definitely, like, recognizes that it, it's, uh, or I think gets the feeling like, yeah, I saw, you know, I don't think he knows that it's Conan, the kid who they. But he he yeah. sees obviously. It's hard not to spot this <laughs> yeah. giant dude. Who, Is there a scene where he's where they show him like relaying that to Tulsa Doom? No, no, no. They just you just you recognize him as the dude with the mustache. Yeah, and he uh, and also there's a, when Conan sees him, you see that cool moment where it kind of cross dissolves to the memory. Yeah. of him there. Yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, yeah. you know, I want to know about. Tulsa Doom. Like, what do you know about yes. the, the the character? The, the he's he is like the main villain right. of the thing. You know, I never. What's his deal? I never read really any like sort of 
fanfic, right, right. you know, glimpses on him. But what's interesting is that he is clearly not from the Northlands. He's like mm-hmm. an outsider who has managed to uh, kind of sweep the world with his snake cult. Uh-huh. And he has learned... His whole quest was to find the greatest steel. That's right. why he raided uh-huh. uh, uh, Conan's land. And then later on in life, when you know later Conan meets him, you realize he's now like I think actually when he did the raiding, he was he hadn't established a he cult was, yet. Yeah, he was, he was like a, up and coming. Yeah, yeah, he was like you know a, a successful <laughs> invader. Mm. And then he really started kind of going like, oh, okay, well I've kind of gotten every great sword in the land. What else is there? I yeah. guess now it's just about and it's kind of the Colonel Kurtz thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. this is where Milius comes in. Again. Yeah, it's just like I'm just now kind of a mad cult leader. Yeah. And uh, he gets, and he has the power of hypnosis over mm-hmm. people. But what's cool is that he is, I think, the only black man that you see in a in an otherwise an army completely composed of like which Nordic. Is, yeah, dudes. which brings up something I was gonna. Hmm. In Roger Ebert's review, I love Roger Ebert. Okay. I, you know, yes, he gave the movie a good review. But he, yeah. and I want to know what you think of this mm. because I have some thoughts, but nothing definitive. Mm-hmm. He said it there is an aspect of the film that I find troubling. Okay. Which is you know, you have Conan who's like this Aryan, you know, <laughs> yes, just specimen of of masculinity and this and that. And he's taking down uh, the one black guy in yeah. this whole thing. I know. And he was saying that's a little troubling. Now my what I would say is I see where he's coming from. But then if you had to explain to James Earl Jones, like, hey, you're not going to get work because politically this is... Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's how I feel. Like, it's like, yeah, it isn't too PC to have the one black guy. But James Earl Jones is an amazing actor, and he plays good villains. So Most certainly. You, and it's and it's not like there's ever a moment where he's like, I, as the black lead, <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't... It really doesn't... In yeah. fact, and I have to tell you, too... Maybe it does come with privilege, but as a child, that I never, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, and I hate, I fucking hate when people go, "I don't see color." It's like you know, yeah. it's a, that's a cop out statement. Yeah. No, but for real, as a child, I didn't, I never, th- I just saw, yeah, that's the dude with power who you have to take down. Yeah, yeah. and I also thought to myself, it's also Darth Vader, right. dude. Yeah, that's Darth Vader. Yeah. Right? Except we finally get to see Darth Vader yeah. this time. I mean, you know? in fact, in like one of the like that making of Doctor Conan Unchained <clears throat> that I yeah. saw. They're talking to James Earl Jones, and you get the impression that he really does enjoy playing these parts. So it's oh, like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, it's just, dude, he, this is just more a phenomenally powerful man. Yeah. Let's not forget, James Earl Jones plays compelling bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, when I my first drama class uh-huh. in high school, this shows how wonderfully just naive and innocent I was yeah. at fourteen. Yeah. They're like bringing a monologue, and everyone else is doing like stuff from like Goodwill Hunting, and like you know, <laughs> kind of you know maybe more like uh, you you know contemporary appropriate shit. And yeah. I go in there saying, "What is steel compared to the <laughs> hand that wields it?" Yeah. And I just thought it was the coolest goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. And and here's this little pipsqueak fourteen year old, you know, daring to be James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah. But it's because he's a compelling dude. yeah yeah and he has this fantastic monologue yeah, where he tells yeah. conan like you know this is uh, i used to it was all about steel but but what what is that compared yeah. to the will and yeah. he even says to him like 
Look at look at the work that's all in your body. I gave you this. Yeah, yeah. Such a waste. Which is kind of true. It is when true. You think about, He's like, yeah. I made you. I yeah. made you into this person. And if you take out me, what, yeah. what, and the, that's one of the things he says towards the end is, what would the world be yeah, yeah. without me? Yeah, I mean. It, it, my son <laughs> and he pulls that no one talks about this that he's 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 sunned two people well yeah that's what i was thinking when i was watching it this last time where where he's saying that and i'm like yeah conan he's right like he he gave mm-hmm. you your pain but your pain made you conan so yeah. maybe you should be thankful and just become friends with him imagine <laughs> he just hugs but him going yeah. into the yeah. a little bit uh, one thing about the race thing because it was in my head while mm-hmm. i was watching mm-hmm. it like uh, on saturday yeah which is now, because it was in my head, I could not not think of this. Don't his followers look like hippie clansmen? You oh, know what I'm talking. They have these. Yeah, like, you're points. right. And I was watching it, and I was like, okay. I mean, I don't think oh, this I never is- thought of that. <laughs> but you're absolutely, especially towards the end when they have that kind of final battle out yeah. there, and the yeah, they do. A man. little odd. It I'm is just- scary, <laughs> and, and I'm sure yeah. Milius that was intentional. Yeah. You know, I I. Almost any other situation, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Or if it were, if, I'm not saying that was the thing. Yeah, it and just, it's there. We right? also, and we have to remember, it, this isn't an African character, nor mm. is this an, a, a European character. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a fantastical world. Mm. But uh, but it is an, it is something to at least consider. I don't think it would be hot to do that today. Today, Conan, I think it would be compelling to be black. Yeah, that'd be today. Cool. It would be yeah. amazing to actually see a black warrior have to take down the white supremacist. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That'd be um, pretty rad, actually. It'd be really, really cool. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have to, to narrate the whole rest of, of Conan. Okay. What, what, let's uh, ask me some, maybe some like, like what are some of the things about okay. that first one? Or Let things me... that, I'm trying to think what else needs to be talked about. Because after that, real quick, after that, they, they, they're all together. Oh, Max von Sydow shows up. <laughs> this is one thing that I wanted to say about Max von yeah. Sydow. We have to cherish Max von Sydow. He's yes. still alive. He's still alive, and, dude. you know, this cat worked with Ingmar Bergman yeah. and this guy, and he was in Judge Dredd, and we have to And for you kids out him. there who are like, huh, he was even in Star Wars 7. He was in the beginning. He's the old man who oh, talks yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to Poe Dameron. Yeah, like, yeah. You must get this message. So, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, then he gets yeah. killed, you know. But um, he he's great because uh, he's he he says like, do you know what you have done? You have ra- you have uh, in- insulted Thulsa Doom. Yeah. What dearie? What outrageousness! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I salute you. <laughs> <laughs> so what else about Conan are we missing? I mean, that's it. I mean, we went through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like eventually later on. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he. Well, what he, I want to ask you. Oh, sorry. Crucif- go ahead. He gets crucified later on. Cool scene, eh? Right. That's a really cool moment. Yeah. He fucking like bites a damn like vulture's yeah. neck and like kills it right yeah, there. Trying yeah, to yeah. Eat him one yeah. But anyway. Um. So if there is one lesson, let's say uh, you have like a twelve-year-old nephew and he's like visiting yeah. you or something. Yeah. And he's like, Uncle Alex, I want to watch this movie. He watches this movie and you had to wrap up kind of like a He-Man episode. <laughs> a lesson for this kid to take away from Conan the Barbarian. What would that lesson be? Mm. Be buff. You know, uh, uh, I would kind of be like. So while we shouldn't go around literally slicing people up with swords, yeah. have the same per- personal drive. Yeah, that Conan. Yeah, has yeah, in yeah, this yeah. Movie. The will to power. The will to it, and and. Uh, 
and he does go on a path of vengeance. I mean, it's brutal. Right, That's right. also another thing about the first Conan movie. Like, yeah, yeah. The second one, there's actually kind of like some morality to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one is brutal. I would actually just say, like, hey, listen, that soundtrack is kick-ass. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and get into the ceremoniousness. Because when I was a kid, what I loved about it was kind of like, when, he, when especially when he almost is killed and crucified. Right. And they, re- and they bring him back to life. He has this healing moment where he just kind of goes through the asanas, so mm-hmm. to speak, of like his swordmanship. Yeah. And I just I think there's a kind of discipline one yeah, can yeah. derive from Conan. That's and, what I would give that twelve year old perverse yeah. nephew. And so basically, folks, um, this was a walkthrough. We basically walked <laughs> through a Conan. And I know we skipped a lot of yeah, important shit, with, but I figured we probably don't Yeah, know with with Conan the Destroyer and Red Sonia, we are going to just jam out on them a little bit and talk about what we think. But this will lead into uh, Conan the Destroyer. Uh, Conan the Barbarian is so not like I said, tongue in cheek. There's very few jokes. It's yeah. very serious, which it's I think very... is why the movie works. Yeah, yeah, and it all, and and it just sort of yeah, they just they gave a kind of it was meditative and adventurous. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. So but then they were like, all right, so this is getting a lot of good, you know. It's, but can we do a second one? And can you make it PG this time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you tell me, Alex. Yeah. Give me the contrast between. And how it made you feel, and how you take it as part of the franchise, and yeah. how, how is it, the Conan the Destroyer versus Conan the Barbarian? Well, you know, believe it or not, there actually are things that are there are things that are better in Barbarian. And yeah, I'm even going to say there are things that in Destroyer that are a little bit better. Right. For one thing, Conan has a healthier vocabulary, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 he talks yeah. a lot more in yeah. this one. Also, uh, it's it, but here you do begin with Mako's thing, but it's so you know the then Conan it's like between the time in in the second one it's like between the time when the oceans drank Atlantic like he's kind of <laughs> yeah. over it you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um, it's really Conan has this uh, sidekick this this annoying right? <laughs> dumb I mean. The actor I really like, he's yeah. in Repo Man, and he's right, fantastic. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, try- I'm sorry. I know his name is Tracy something. I think I have it written down. Yeah. Somewhere. Go ahead. But anyway, he him. he is just like, do you think we made the merchant angry? I mean, just he's so useless. He's such a, like, that's one thing that really hurts the movie. His voice that he puts on is kind of like, just, like, why are you doing that? It's, it's a little like, I get that not everyone, like, what kind of accent do you do in a movie like this? Yeah, like, it's yeah. cool. Arnold's is natural, and that's, yeah, that's cool yeah. and everything else. But it just, it, it's awkward when someone's like, hi, I just came from a small <laughs> theater in New York to tell yeah. you, we got to get out of here, Conan. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Grace Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she is. She's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. She owns that half that movie. Yeah. So let me give the uh, stats for Conan the Destroyer. Conan yeah. the Destroyer was released in 1984, directed by Richard Fleischer, who yes. I, I guess also did Red Sonja. That's correct. And then it starred, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Grace Jones, Olivia Diabo. Who is that? Who is that? Remember the older sister on the Wonder Years? You had the oldest sister, oh, right, then you right. had. But hit Wayne, yeah, and then you yeah, had yeah. Kevin. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was the oldest sister. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Damn, and I'm she, getting she, fucking she's old. She's the one who, uh, throughout the whole movie, all she says is "Bombata, <laughs> Bombata." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one thing I will say: when this credit shows up before an '80s or late '70s movie, you know it's going to be big and expensive. Dino De Laurentiis. Oh yeah. Uh, you know. He's, his name is all over all three of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red yeah. Sonja too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. 
Um, as a kid, did you notice the the difference in, I guess, buoyancy of? I mean, Conan is way lighter in Conan the Destroyer. Well, yeah, you can tell. Also, Not literally, but you know, like, but, but dude, yeah. some of the action sequences are just dumbly tongue-in-cheek yeah, like, yeah like they actually do a really okay so this is what i give conan the destroyer credit for it is a proper dungeons and dragons quest movie right you got a party of heroes everyone's a little bit better at something oh and we get mako back mm-hmm. we get the wizard back. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally down with that yeah and so they have sub quests before mm-hmm. you get to the massive quest which right. is conan is is told by this powerful queen hey if you go get the 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 horn of davos mm-hmm which just makes me think of Sir Davos right now. Yeah. My lady, there's a horn out there <laughs> that might make my hand grow, or my fingers grow back. Yeah. Uh, no, he, it's, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the horn, if he gets that, she will bring Valeria back right. to life. Uh-huh. And he kind of falls for that. So that's, that's like the big MacGuffin. In that's the... a huge MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, so there is this really cool, oh, dude, dude, there's this moment, and I was listening to this song. It's uh-huh. only, it's a two-minute song off of the Destroyer soundtrack. Yeah. Again, Basil Polidorus yeah. showing up for this one. Yeah, nice. some, and it's, uh, yeah, I think as a whole, I prefer the Barbarian soundtrack, but the cuts in Destroyer are, re- are still really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this incredible part where they're, where it... <laughs> They have to row across this like lake uh-huh. that um, leads to that crystal palace. Where do you remember at one point the the princess is kidnapped and there's this wizard in a crystal palace? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as they're going across, which the was a cool water, sequence. In yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go like, ahead, like I love like that's cool. Like going through and like and everyone's got their blades drawn. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's it's you know like Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. It's Moria shit. You know, mm-hmm. like I, that's my favorite stuff in this kind of genre. Is like a group of heroes and they have to like get through this and the music is fantastic there. But when he takes on the monster in there, that big kind of ape-looking thing, yeah, oh, and, and you got to give credit. This one has some more monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Destroyer yeah. kind of ups the fantastic. It's a little elements. more fantastical. Yeah, yeah than so, which know, is why I kind one. of give it credit. I, mm-hmm. I, I really think that actually, except for so. Oh, and you know, there's the Return of the Camel in. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and, the, and he says, "Hey, I'm sorry about last time, <laughs> but maybe if we could." And it just spits on yeah. him. So he then just. And then he boom, punches him again, punches and it's like Conan. Like Conan, that's animal this cruelty. Is, that man. is animal cruelty. You know. It's like just wait till I become your governor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, then he, uh, yeah, and the, and I remember, yeah, really cool side quest. They go, they have to take on like a, a like a subterranean group of of mm-hmm. crazy assassins yeah, at yeah, one yeah. point, yeah. and then. He fights a god later on. And yeah. It's cool because I remember when they finally kill it, like it actually like bleeds out some like gross looking yeah. kind of ichor and all that. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but the the characters are, are kind of like they they look cool, but what they actually kind of do with them and there's there's dumb, just dumb shit that the comic character has to do with the grace jones where he's like are you sure you're you, you look hurt there are you sure i can't touch your leg and, oh, right. give, and she's like what are you doing and yeah. like, oh god this yeah. is awkward and then he starts doing that and it's like dude that's assault would stop yeah. like, <laughs> what are you, and you're also doing it to grace jones yeah, she'll, yeah. Just, she'll, she'll, she'll your slice ass. your fingers off just yeah, looking at yeah. you or there's that one part where like 
he's like, oh, fuck this. I mean, he doesn't say fuck this, but he's like, oh, I don't want to come with you guys. And then they all go. And then all of a sudden he hears horses. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, for hey, me. wait for me. And it's just like, I think even in 1984, that, that fucking like, wah, thing wah. was just done. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't belong in Conan, especially yeah, when yeah. you see the first one. Yeah. But there you go. That's If Milius had directed it, it wouldn't have It would have been the same. And I, and I wonder why Milius didn't direct it. I do, too. And there's probably a lot of, you know, again, like Milius is, I guess, known as, or he was known, I mean, he's not dead, but like, as this wild man, and maybe he, I don't know, who knows? I mean, it could could be anything with that guy. I I do have one great memory of Destroyer, um, where my uh, good cousin Russell and I, who grew up, and we were total Dungeons and Dragons heads. Yeah. I remember we put it on one day as just background while we did a one-on-one campaign with the indie. And I remember I was like, dude, this is so cool. We're we're in the element, and it's not perfect, but it is like, it is a a quest movie. Yeah. Kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, talking about this now, I actually really see the value in both Conan's. I yeah. do prefer Barbarian as a whole, uh-huh, uh-huh. but I'm ne- I would never disregard Destroy the yeah. World, disregard, like, the prequels of Star Wars, well, you know? Like, yeah. What I sense with you in regards to these two films is that you're conflicted with <laughs> the Destroyer because... There's that sort of goofy tongue in cheek shit, which is kind of yeah. meh. Oh, which but I forgot Go to ahead. mention when he takes on that monster in the crystal thing. Like at first, it's kind of like, oh, oh, cool, Conan's gonna go on it, and then at one point, that stupid shit, the Conan falls on his back, and the monster picks him up by his ankles and twirls <laughs> yeah, around yeah, in yeah. circles, and they even have to do the shot where the camera's on Conan, yeah, and he's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. world's spinning. Yeah, around. Yeah. I'm just like, you guys, yeah, yeah, come on, like. So do you yeah. think the fantastical elements come at the sacrifice of the more serious aspects of the first one? Do you get what I'm saying? In a way, or you'll go, oh, why do you do that stupid shit? Oh, cool, some fantastical elements. And then it kind of, yeah, yeah. It kind of band-aids over yeah, some yeah, of yeah. that. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I would say Conan the Barbarian, you could make an argument, like put it on a few lists, like best of something. Conan the Destroyer, it's more a product. It's more like this is the Conan product it's, and this yeah. is the thing and stuff and like definitely, that. And definitely. And odd, uh, there's still a, be- a couple beheadings in it. And yeah. It's weird how it's PG. Where yeah. It's like, yeah, but you guys still took some heads off yeah. in this movie. It's interesting. You know but- what's funny? You, you've had this because, you, you know, you're a film historian like I. Like, <laughs> have you watched like a PG movie from back in the day? Oh, and you're dude, like, what the jo- fuck? This Jaws is-, is PG. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what? what? Yeah. Or, yeah. or uh, Gremlins. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. To like at least, well, that's I, th- I believe it was Gremlins and Temple of Doom that created the PG-13 yeah, yeah, rating. Yeah. They're like, PG's a little too <laughs> yeah, soft. Yeah. Yeah. But anything else about Conan the Destroyer that you want to get off your chest? If you had to rate it, like, do you... Do you dislike the film, or do you? No, no, no. Do, I, no, you, totally. You, you, if it's on, like if it. it were on, I would totally be watching. Yeah, okay. It. I, and and I'm sure a couple scenes I'd be going like, oh, I'm cringing on this, just like how I cringed when I was twelve. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But uh, it also kind of it's one of those movies I remember that you would catch oftentimes on mm-hmm. TBS, yeah, on like yeah, a yeah. Sunday, yeah. And that's just, that's comfort food. Yeah, in yeah, mind, yeah. You yeah. Know? I, uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I think I think that's it. I was just thinking it. it oh, uh, I know in the commentary for barbarian uh there's this hilarious moment where where because have you ever heard the commentary no now i want to listen dude it's it, it's with john millions and arnold oh, side yeah. by side <laughs> oh damn and you can tell that so Arnold's extra jolly, like he in the beginning, he's like, "I can't believe I got first billing of a James Earl Jones," <laughs> yeah, and they're like giggling all through it. Actually, it begins with with him going, 
this is John Milius. And then John Milius goes, and I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so you could, they're like so they're like balls. They're yeah. in the room they're like together. Buddies. Oh, that's they're pretty like, awesome. And that's what makes it really fun. And also, you can just like like Conan or Arnold is kind of like either drunk or stoned because he's just like kind of a little behind everything. And you can tell like wait. Arnold, do you like remember making this yeah. film? Because he's got like, I don't remember that. <laughs> like throughout the whole thing, he's like, wow, I just I forgot that. And, yeah. and saying silly shit like you, you see like Thulsa Doom's palace, and he goes, wow, that sure beats the Four Seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this may sound. I, I got to listen to that track. That yeah, sounds like yeah. something good. Uh, this may sound pretentious, but I'll say I think Conan the Barbarian is a more sophisticated film. It is. It's yeah. a, well, it's also way more adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get any sex yeah. destroyer. Yeah. You get, and, and in some ways, good for them because he he also protects a princess. He, yeah. he could have been like, while we're questing, maybe I will yeah. put my bell rug around her again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I will say this the world of Conan the Barbarian just feels way more fatalistic than the uh, yeah, destroyer exactly. destroyer kind of feels like a cartoon well destroyer is like almost like the the world of uh hobbit or like the safer parts yeah, of yeah, yeah, earth it's yeah. like yeah we'll get some bruises yeah no but like uh, hyperborea i think is what they call yeah, yeah. conan's world yeah. and what you see in barbarian is like it's on part of the, yeah. the harshness and, and, of game of thrones yeah and also like conan is he smiles more in destroyer or it feels like he's he also smiling. has super white corrected teeth <laughs> oh, at yeah. this point he arnold's established and i think he kind of went through a whole yeah, like, well, yeah. we gotta get those teeth yeah. fixed and we'll get you extra and he also you notice he's like he's he's buffed out even more yeah, yeah steroided yeah. up a bit more something's going I on I heard but, yeah. uh, before they shot Conan the Barbarian that he had to lose muscle mass in his arms because he couldn't swing the sword right. properly yeah, yeah they were something. like so fucking yeah. huge he All had right. to get it down to just very huge, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway. last thoughts on Conan before we jump into the masterpiece of Red Sonja. Of course. Yeah, no, no, go for it. Let's, okay. Let's go into Red So, Sonya. I'm going to read a few stats of Red Sonja, which Please. was... This will be my review. Just let me start it with this. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Red Sonja, released in 1985, directed again by Richard Fleischer, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Brigitte Nelson. Brigitte Nelson or Brigitte? Brigitte, I Brigitte believe. Nelson and Sandal... And Nielsen, I think. Nielsen? Okay. Yeah. And Sandal Bergman. Okay, and there you go. Who is Valeria? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who was supposed to play or was asked to play Red Sonia? Okay, so Alex, this, right. is, this is a big one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. tell me everything that you know about <laughs> Red Sonia and how I, it really does feel strongly like this was supposed to be a Conan movie yeah. or something. I, and again, Dino yeah. De Laurentiis and then, you know. It so, is. It's Dino De Laurentiis and it, it's... Uh, and and. Just in terms of film quality, you can tell it was shot around the same time. You yeah. can tell that it kind of does belong. Around. And now that you remind me, it's the same director as Conan the Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of it's got the same kind of pacing and yeah. feel and look. And what's really confusing about it is that even though it's called Red Sonia, it's starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's like he has the first billing on yeah. that. And I remember the first thing I ever saw of it was actually before I knew anything of Conan. I was uh -huh. a little kid, and I saw the scene where he and Red Sonia are practicing. Uh -huh. well, they're half... It's like this hot scene. It's, it's probably actually not hot today, but yeah. in my mind, I remember it was like... Yeah. I remember as a small child watching going like, whoa, that's so cool that <laughs> you and like a badass girl are like kind of tr half trying to really like kill yeah. each other with swords, but also like... And they like keep going till they're both like exhausted yeah, and kind yeah, of like yeah. just have to like then, yeah. you know, kiss afterwards yeah. or something like that <laughs> and i remember i just like that that was one of the earliest things about it so yeah why the fuck is he called calador 
and yeah. not Conan. Yeah. It's very awkward. And uh, one time when I looked this up on IMDb, mm. I saw something that made me feel better about the whole thing. And they were like, well, just like how uh, Aragorn is Strider for a lot of his life. Uh-huh. And Gandalf is really Mithrandir, but the folk call him Gandalf because uh-huh. it's easier. It could be that Conan, now that he's become an established king, because the, by the two movies, right. he's now basically become... I forgot like, to mention those. Sorry. Yeah. At the end of Barbarian and Destroyer, it shows he's, him on the throne, which is really cool. Yeah. Ahead, and, I, and, and it begs us to wonder, will they ever do a movie where they bring back old Arnold yeah. and truly do like yeah. the aged king? Yeah. That yeah. would be so fucking A friend cool. of mine told me that was in the works, but this was like years ago, yeah. so who knows? This was, know. I remember hearing about it in like 2006. That would be pretty and, awesome. and then he... And then he had to do the whole political thing <laughs> yeah but uh so yeah he uh yeah so it feels like conan he, yeah he's a little more refined he's a he, he wears more clothes and, yeah. and whatnot but i it's it's more fun to imagine that this is conan yeah yeah i also heard that he agreed to just do a cameo uh-huh. then he found out he's a co-star to this yeah, movie, yeah. and he was kind of like i don't want to do this yeah. and, and it, because of that he hates the movie he apparently... Oh, I don't blame him. <laughs> he, he said it's the worst movie, and apparently he's thre- he threatened his kids when they were misbehaving, like, if you don't stop, if you don't start behaving, I'll make you watch Red Sonja ten times in a row, and then they didn't give me any more trouble. Yeah. yeah um, it, wow, I didn't know that. That's his attitude towards... Oh, wow. Yeah, like, he hated yeah. it, and he, and he broke his... After that, he ended his uh, relationship with uh, Dino De Laurentiis. No oh. more, because, you know, he was oh just like, God. this is... This yeah. Was, yeah. And it does, now that you mentioned it, this is only one year, right, after uh-huh. Destroyer? I think, yeah. Yeah, you said 84, and then yeah. this one's 85. Right. Yeah, so it's very, it It seems to me like it was probably a rushed thing, and mm-hmm. they're just trying to just jump on the fame of the Conan vehicle. Yeah, yeah. But they, but they should have taken the time to get the goddamn rights. Yeah. And make it a proper third Conan right. movie. Right, yeah. Um, so it's weird like that. It's also strange to see Valeria play the bad woman in this. But uh-huh. actually, i got to give her credit because she I, I read up on this that she didn't want to play Red Sonia. They offered uh-huh. Red Sonia to her. And she's uh-huh. like, I already did that role, but now I'd have red hair. No, no, no. I'm typecasting myself. I'm going to be the evil yeah, queen yeah. of this. And Sandal Bergman, by the way, did a really fucking weird, but I highly recommend it, 80s movie called She. Did you ever hear about no, that? No, no, no. What is this? It's a post-apocalyptic, strange, almost Hodorowsky-ish uh-huh. kind of thing. Uh-huh. And it ain't great. I'm yeah, it's yeah. a quality movie, but it's just a strange fucking movie. Sounds where cool, again, like a cool time capsule. And she's a, and she's called She. That's uh-huh. how you, and, and Wait a minute, I know which one you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't think I've seen it, but I know which one you're talking it's about. It's weird, yeah. and she kind of looks like Valeria, but this is a world of like it's like ma- uh, kind of cheap Mad Max. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, weird yeah. World. Anyway, which was all the rage in the eighties. I guess. I mean, yeah, you yeah. see that a lot. Well, like, it's either a sword and sorcery or dystopian yeah, yeah, Mad Max yeah, yeah. thing. And hey, yeah. God bless it. Those are great genres. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, now. Here's a weird thing. No, no more Baz Apollodorus, but you know who did score this movie? Oh, I'm, yeah. The Ennio Maestro. Morricone, yeah. dude. I was watching this yesterday. And I was like, dude, fucking Enya? Wow. Yeah. You know, like that's, <laughs> you know. It's, it's, th- those are the two names you see that mm-hmm. are like, oh, this is going to be good on some level. Dino yeah. De Laurentiis and Ennio Morricone. <laughs> yes. Hey, man, and, I got to agree with you because when you say that, I'm, I'm picturing what else have Dino De Laurentiis produced? Blue Velvet? Yeah. Dune? Barbarella? Wait, Dino De Laurentiis did Blue Velvet? Well, he, he produced oh, wow. it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. He, he, yeah, I think he was David Lynch's sort of um, torchbearer His for guy. a little bit. By the way, just, just quickly, yeah. rest in peace, John Hurt. Yes, yeah. I was going to mention Absolutely. that, but fuck. 
You know what? That is not completely unrelated to this very discussion of Red Sony. Yeah. You know why? why? Okay, so so John Hurt, I agree. Fantastic. I know people have talked the alien bit to death, but for real, though. We did like, on the podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Talk, but dude, that is like iconic. Like he, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I, I would like to think that he, you know, had a uh, some pride in the fact yeah. that he contributed to one of the all time like <gasps> like horror moments yeah. ever. And of course, I Claudius. If you've ever heard of that series, he plays I haven't Caligula. Seen it. Yeah, dude. Oh, is he crazy in He's it? So fucking crazy yeah. and so good yeah. as Caligula. Yeah. And the best part is he he is. I mean, so maniacally evil and creepy yeah. and incestuous and yeah. weird. And yet he then, like any perfectly well played crazy person, has these amazingly sane moments yeah. where he then will talk to like his men are like, "Whoops, sorry, oh, sorry. I just, I just <laughs> the <pop laughs> destroyed <filter>. the set." <laughs> yeah. um, the uh his men are you know obviously like in that what kind of what we're dealing with with the current mystery yeah. that's right that's right just keep agreeing with the crazy person <laughs> yeah and i remember he is like you know i i realized that i am not caligula but i am zeus <laughs> and i'm spitting in and notice this is a roman yeah, saying, yeah. it's identifying with a greek yeah, yeah he's like no, yeah. no i am i'm as old school <laughs> yeah, God yeah, as it gets. yeah yeah Anyway, I gotta see that because I heard George R. R. Martin talking about that too. Like he, he oh, was saying that like Stannis what? was like kind of based on the guy that played cl- somebody. I don't remember. You who. know what? When you now that you mention it, uh, I Claudius is totally Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. in terms of so much backstabbing and so much like yeah. oops, I, and you know, and this this wife isn't really going to yeah. help him. She's gonna, you know, blah blah blah. I yeah. gotta see that quick little question. Yeah. Have you seen Caligula? With uh, Malcolm McDowell, I once tried to see it, and it it's was awful. such a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Satyricon, Fellini's Satyricon. Yeah, yeah. If you're familiar with yeah, that, yeah, yeah. In I've terms of it. like, yeah. not, there's no central character for me to really kind of attach myself to. And yeah. it's, it's very visually crazy, but yeah. it basically looked like they got a couple names and a whole bunch of extras yeah. to hang out and get really hedonistic, yeah, and yeah. messy with yeah. blood and sex. It's an awful film. It's not yeah, good. But I don't like, think you it's, know. But like, I've seen it just because I was fascinated at one point. Right. But but anyway, so John Hurt is also in Midnight Express. Right excellent movie uh-huh. now, i you, haven't seen it i know of it yeah okay so Oliver stone the, wrote uh, it, yeah. wrote, uh, talking back to that yeah. and uh, and by the way the real billy hayes the real person of that movie i've seen him do a one-man show of his actual true experiences oh, yeah? in the turkish prison yeah. and escaping it and the realist the movie is great and i will agree it, it 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 is guilty of showing not one good turk in it yeah, it's just yeah. like oh welcome <laughs> to the evil land of turkey yeah, you know? yeah it, it it's it sucks in that respect yeah but um there is a terrifyingly well portrayed prison guard in it and he's this I've really heard of, yeah and he's scary as fuck and like and just unrelenting and right. he's definitely the bad guy of the movie yeah in red sonia He's the goofball, dummy, like, bodyguard to the young, spoiled prince. I want to mention something about that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. that's pretty much the point right there, is that it good for this actor, because he's so, like, sorry, your majesty. Oh, you wait, know, yeah. And he's, he's like the a, big galumph, you yeah, know, he's and like he's like just like, oh, I just, I can't. And if he were who he was in Midnight Express, <laughs> yeah. even Calador, Reed Conan, would be kind of like, I better be careful around yeah. this <laughs> Yeah, Dude, I gotta see Midnight Express, so he's like a total hard ass sadist one thing i want to mention about that fucking kid in red sonia i wanted uh, to punch this kid so hard me too they were jumping on the short round vehicle yeah and get d- the get the smart talking kids yeah and then do you want to know something really weird Please. then i find out okay when i was a kid 
we had like these family friends that were into karate and stuff and the instructor was this guy ernie reyes jr and it was because you grew up in northern california right yeah yeah i was there it was there it was in san jose or something okay yeah and like it was a hugest deal because Ernie Reyes Jr. played Donatello in, when he would do martial arts in the first Ninja Turtles yes. and he was Kino. Yes, the pizza delivery Yeah, kid. yeah. And this was like, so we went to go see like a karate class just to see Dude. Ernie Reyes Jr. And then I find out that Ernie Reyes Jr. is that fucking shithead kid in Red yeah. Sonja who I wanted to beat and up. Don't forget Surf Ninjas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But, but exactly, dude. And yes, fucking annoying. Yeah. Now it's not his fault. He was just no, a kid. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same thing that happened to poor Jake Lloyd. You know, they they get these kids to say these stupid ass yeah, lines. Yeah. He's like, look, well, let me tell you something. And like, honestly, in real life, you would you wouldn't stand for that shit. Yeah, no, no, no. And these characters, like, are, and I remember it's like half the movie. He's giving Red Sonia shit. He's giving yeah. his sight his, his his big galumph of a character yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, really hurts the story in that. The weird irony is, you know, like when I was like doing my research on this, I look up Ernie Reyes Jr. now. He looks like such a nice guy. He seems like a nice, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, he was... As a kid, you want to fucking punch him. <laughs> like he he has that like punchable face. Yeah, like just you know? shut up. <laughs> like, shut up, let, kid. Let's, like, can't this movie be about yeah. Arnold again? God One thing we it. have to sort of, the centerpiece of why I think Red Sonja perhaps does not work as good as uh, Barbarian or Destroyer even mm. Brigitte Nelson's acting is yeah bad. It's bad. It's really bad. It it really it looks like she just learned her lines like I, right before the take and like learned them like phonetically, not at all like f- figuring like okay where. And again, I blame. I always blame the director. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if she had really been sat down and be like, okay, oh, this is you know, yeah, yeah. like it, that's in theater where you get that attention. Yeah. And movies are like, look, I have no time to. Yeah. you have to. We're gonna waste like, film. Come on, we yeah, gotta come go. on, just, yeah. just do it. And she's like, but if I get this, will you let me live? <laughs> I mean, it and was like, weird. What? It was weird for yeah. She's her line delivery is just so bad. Like, yeah. and it's like you imagine like okay, imagine the editor editing this movie. He's choosing the best stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look, it, it doesn't get better. Than yeah, this you know, like, and what's weird is my exposure to Brigitte Nelson, apart from, you know, like she was in one of the Beverly Hills Cop movies and stuff like that, right. was there was this reality show that I used to watch called Surreal Life, yeah. where she was, it was like a bunch of like washed up celebrities yeah. and she was one of them. And it, she's pretty in Red Sonja. In Surreal Life, she kind of looked like a pretty Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> like, like she, she, and she's like, she was drinking constantly and like... I she think was, she's been through one... Well, I think I think she and Sly had a... yeah. yeah tumultuous marriage i think right and all kinds of yeah you know it's it's this is also i think unfortunate this is someone who probably well she's got her <laughs> own her own part of it is probably however she leads her life and also she's another victim probably of hollywood yeah, yeah, yeah. fucked her over yeah yeah and probably when she played red sonia they she probably went through a lot of humiliation yeah, after yeah. That. probably at first it was like oh dude i got it made i'm gonna be in the a kind of conan movie yeah, it's yeah. a cell and yeah. then uh I mean, it sucks because, like, you see her in the surreal life. She's older, you know? And it's like you do see Hollywood take, pluck these, like, young people. It's like, you're beautiful. You're great. You're beautiful. You're great. You're awesome. And then, oh, you got a wrinkle? Bye. You know? And that's really unfortunate because, you know, I don't think that's fair. And and, and I agree. And she could have been... I mean, I think the essence of Red Sonja... What's weird is, yeah, I agree. It's not a good movie. Yeah. And and oh god, that fucking again! You're hoping for a monster. Some compelling. Yeah, yeah. It would be a long time before we get the Balrog. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And there's this uh, 
water dragon made out of metal like a kind of like ancient machine which is like first of like what a machine and then what (laughs) yeah and i remember that scene is so fucking long Mm -hmm. it's just like dude kill it already over it and i remember like the little kid like falls into the pool and part of me is like dude just leave him there just just (laughs) go on go on with the quest oh yeah i remember yeah i was thinking the same thing like fuck him like you know dude (laughs) um anyway if I it's weird. I heard this, um, and the idea of it sounds really cool. And I guess it didn't materialize. But for a while, Robert Rodriguez was going to do Red Sonia with uh, Rose McGowan. Oh, I remember. You remember seeing even some promo? Yeah, like the, the kind of yeah. And uh, I think that would be, be cool. that would be cool. Yeah, because I agree. Red Sonia again. It suffered from PG th- PG syndrome. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That needs to be like Kill Bill. Yeah, like, yeah. Like a, just a badass woman slicing yeah. up these assholes you know what i uh, here's what i do appreciate about red sonia though it would have been too easy to have like a megalomaniac male be yeah. her like arch nemesis right. it's a woman yeah. that she has to take down in yeah the end. and the talisman which is like the MacGuffin, you know that green orb yeah, thing, which i can't be yeah. touched by men yeah so there's some cool there's some cool elements there that at least make it about like women needing to handle yeah. each other yeah. without any man's help i like that I yeah like yeah that. yeah, yeah me too. That. Yeah. but uh but I agree, it ain't it ain't that great. And I'll even argue, as much as I love Ennio Morricone's work, I don't think it was the right sound. Yeah, you notice like in Conan and Destroyer, it has that kind of like boom, 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 yeah, it's like boom, boom. It, it, it sounds like something you'd hear like in the arena. Yeah, and it has this jaunty kind of like knighthood sound of, of yeah. red. So that <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. It's just, you're just kind of like well. yeah. I mean, hey. Let the record show, though, however, that Ennio Morricone's work is some of he's the, the finest. He's the maestro. Dude. He's it, the it, best. Il maestro. You got yeah. the mission. But got, I agree. Yeah. Like, there was no, uh, like, musical cut that stood out. Like, oh, that's, you know. It, no, I don't think it jived well with the material. No, in fact, I can't remember anything beyond the the title. Because, yeah, the title music is weird. You you see Conan, just, or Calidor, just riding his horse yeah. all over... Yeah, the countryside. Yeah, yeah. Probably ain't even Arnold. It's probably yeah. a, a body double with a wig. Yeah, with, anyway. I I wrote a note to myself. Yeah. It's like I was like, oh man, I wish there was more Arnold in this. You know, like because yeah, we, just a there, little... there was a whole part where he wasn't there, and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm so bored with Brigitte Nelson's bad, <laughs> you know, acting and stuff like that. Anything yeah. else about Red Sonia? I I've always I think it's a sexy title. I've always yeah. loved the name Sonia. Yeah, and I th- and I love that spelling of it. I love it with the J. Yeah, I was calling it Red Sonja. Hey, well, well, one point, one point. <laughs> yeah. That's how it looks. Yeah. But it it definitely is uh, uh, what I I think the essence. This is I I hate when they do remakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I I'll, full disclosure. I maybe maybe I should have watched the new Conan the Barbarian to have some context, but I didn't want to because it's like, dude, how fucking dare you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do another Conan. You know how many novels there are of Conan the Conan the this the that. Yeah. You know, don't call it the Barbarian. They yeah. did that. Just do your own thing. Yeah, do exactly. Your own thing I and agree. continue the story. You could have done that like how Mad Max. Luckily, yeah, you know, yeah. With Fury Road. They didn't have to retell yeah, the tale. Yeah. No, no, just just. just yeah, an adventure in the life of and you know. My, uh, I'll just give a quick review of the Conan remake. I fell asleep. I was so high, and it was just you know, yeah. I, I could go and on I, a whole thing about that. And I hear that. that they they were someone tried to sell me on it by being like, no, no, it's like the parts of it's like all the cool shit he did as a Dothraki person in Game of Thrones, but they like I made a whole movie of it, so there's like tits and all, that. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but. 
I, I doubt it's all earned. I yeah. doubt it's just a whole bunch. I, yeah, I'm no, picturing it's... just a whole bunch like, look, here's skin, and now here's <laughs> and here's some special effects. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you hate that snake in the first one? Well, now we got all yeah, this expensive yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. I don't care, dude. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's like, okay, you're at a... Hollywood, you guys are at a place right now where you could do anything. You could yeah. put anything on screen. That doesn't mean you should. Yeah, you should no. more concentrate on telling stories. And or just show enough. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. Like, I know. Yeah. I like. I I get it. The the shark and jaws probably in some of those shots does look a little dated now. But the fact that the movie just plays with your mind more than yeah, just yeah. always showing a shark yeah, yeah. is why it's so fucking effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they need to do that more. Bring more imagination to it. One thing about yeah. Red Sonia, the chemistry between Arnold and and Brigitte this is yeah, not to it's, well, it's, not it's non-existent the, the <laughs> end the end where they kiss was the one of the weirdest kisses i've ever seen yeah, like it, it, they just did not seem it's into awkward, it considering i also read that they were having an affair at the time so i'm like guys oh, just, yeah? just play it natural what wait are we so doing do it? you think like there was like a triangle between sly stallone it and makes Arnold you wonder i mean oh. i've because i've seen those two walk around old buddy buddy in yeah later times yeah yeah Oh yeah, and he was man. in the Expendables. This so, is also know. this is also fucking Hollywood. They're yeah, probably yeah. all swapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovers yeah I don't like, think anybody yeah. cares. But okay, so that was Red Sonia. Yes. Now, as a cherry on top, as a <laughs> bonus thing, even though I have to piss really fucking badly. But oh, yeah. uh, uh, He-Man. He-Man. Let's talk a little bit about He-Man, yeah. and you tell me what you know <laughs> of it in relation to Conan and all that stuff. Yeah. Because I do think it's it's relevant. It's within the, the thing. Well, you know, that... It's like a bonus of the conversation. What's funny is, at age 12, that's when I had my, like, surge of, like, sword and sorcery. That was my jam. I knew that there was He-Man, but it was always just a little bit before my time. Uh-huh. Like, as a kid... And we talked about this a while ago, yeah. how, like... My first knowledge of it was this revamp that didn't last long. They did mm-hmm. this quick new issue of new toys, a new look for him in yeah. the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that didn't last long. So, but I was like, no, I know this look. There was this thing where, it, and it, and I almost felt it was like it feels like Conan. Yeah. Well, there's a reason for that. They wanted to make Conan the Barbarian action toys. Uh-huh. But they were like, you know what? Uh, we're getting too many complaints that this is way too violent of thing to make for kids. And uh-huh. they're like, make him blonde? make a whole different uh you know ideology no one actually gets cut by any swords in this and just because we have all these toys but so so it it was the it was modeled after arnold's Uh body it was supposed to be a kind of thing but so this is so it started as masters of the universe Mm -hmm. it wasn't called he-man and the masters so this is one of those things where a toy line came out sold real fucking quick and, yeah. and and god bless it of course it would i mean yeah. my god that's all i dreamed about as a kid was to have these cool warrior <laughs> yeah like yeah. these these muscly and some other and most of them are half mutant things yeah, so yeah it's yeah. cool yeah and uh and then it became of course the cartoon show he-man mm-hmm. and the master of the universe and it's so fucking funny because it's one of those things where even as a kid you're like he's not using his sword <laughs> yeah his sword literally only makes him become and and what a hilarious thing it's it's the most obvious not trying at all at a disguise since clark kent was yeah. like, somehow with your glasses on i can't tell the yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. with this it's like adam where were you another muscle bound blonde yeah. dude but with fewer clothes he just yeah. you know he, where were you adam <laughs> i guess i'm always gone whenever he man's here yeah. <laughs> what's weird that's a weird aspect of the show because like i didn't remember that like okay when i was a kid like three four this was my jam you know like i had some of the toys and stuff like that and yeah like i watched an episode last night 
to sort of like just sort, <laughs> sort of but what i did was i looked up the best episodes like which okay. which ones and there was a really good episode uh i'll recommend it to you please it, it, was, was, it, it was called tila's quest it was from I the remember. first season i remember you this remember one. this one where the girl she there there was a character named man of arms yes. or something and a, he, a, a man of war man yeah yeah, yeah. no no man it could have been one of the two. I don't remember. Man at arms. Man of arms. Man at, yeah. at arms. Man at arms. Man yeah, at exactly. Arms. And yes. he sort of took care of this character, Tila, yeah. since she was a kid. And then she wants to go find out about yeah. her past. And then she goes to this area. And I guess the conflict of the episode was the area is dangerous. And there was a guy named Merman or something yeah. that wants to kill her or something. And then she finds out. Do you mind if I spoil it? No, no. Tell me. It's it, the, the sorceress or something? Yeah, yeah. She finds out the owl lady yes. is her mom. Yes. And then when she finds out, then it was actually a pretty good episode. But like then when she finds out, she they sort of do like a memory wipe thing where she doesn't know. And then the mom says to He-Man will you uh, keep my secret? And then he's like, oh, I've kept bigger secrets. (laughs) 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 But, you know, that was the episode. It was was pretty funny. It was was good. It was like, you know. um, Hell yeah. That, that, uh, I remember that one. And I think that's also where Tila tells you at the end, like, if you ever get sad just sing to yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. something like oh that. and then do you i remember you know the last time i was at the at the you know at the place when i saw you yes uh you said yeah every episode has a has a lesson <laughs> yeah and the lesson of that one was uh that man at, at arms or whatever the fuck his yeah. name was man of arms or whatever he took care of tila since she was a baby and so, even though he's not her biological father, because he took care of her, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, yeah. it's like but because he took care of her, she he is her father. And right. like, sort of like the, the I guess Tila says, what we learned today is that like, you know, like if someone raises you, even though they're not your mom or dad, if they raise you and they look out for you and they make sure you're okay, that's your mom and dad. Yeah, which I think is a nice lesson and, and good for them. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Like, it's it's easy to roll your eyes at just the notion that a moral is tacked yeah, yeah, or yeah. something, but. I'm thinking about adopted kids right there, and, yeah, and yeah. if they had a feeling about it, yeah, what, how cool to see also an empowered woman, yeah, an yeah, empowered woman, yeah, tell yeah, a group exactly. And like speaking of adopted kids, like you see, like I imagine if I was a kid that didn't have like a you know parental unit or whatever mm-hmm. in my life. I would look to these entertainments for lessons and yeah. stuff, you know, and, and, you know, I don't a know. A lot of them. Well, you know, that's also my, my issue with today is that I feel like if you side with Trump, you didn't see the right shows. Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't recognize a, a classic bad guy when you see one. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is everyone. The Ninja Turtles would fight that Power Rangers yeah, would yeah, fight that the yeah. X-Men would take. Yeah. On. And sometimes I think. Maybe they watched the right shows. They just didn't take the right lesson from it. Yeah, you know, you know like, I, I thought about that too. Yeah. Like we all saw GI Joe growing up, but yeah. really, you you're gonna join Cobra Command? <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, exactly. You know, you know? Uh, although that's a. Uh, that's actually a bad example because I think in the end, if they really did GI Joe correctly, some of the GI Joes would be like, "Okay, some of you are like just straight up nationalistic assholes. <laughs> yeah, and some yeah. of these Cobra people are just refugees." Yeah, 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 yeah. But um. Is yeah, there yeah. anything well, you'd like to add about the fantasy genre, about about just anything, about anything, yeah. Alex, about these jams, <laughs> these things that you loved as a kid and you were able well, to share that love with us today? What I, I'll, I'll sum up with this. <clears throat> uh, Nas and I come from a really interesting, especially now, now that we're in our, our still early 30s, yeah. um, we grew up 
after pretty much the heyday of the... We were infants when these movies came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But we had to wait as children for all the shit everything is taken for granted for now. Like, you know you'll get a big budget Star Wars anytime yeah. now. Yeah. You know you'll get even fantasy genre done really big mm-hmm. now. But in, those, in that 90s decade we really could only look to- back to the 80s because mm-hmm. at that point it stopped by around 92 93 yeah. you're not seeing any more sword and sorcery movies that that yeah. vehicle is gone mm. so it's a sword and sorcery means a lot to me because it was a time where like those that was the best you could get yeah, yeah. really no lord of the rings no gladiator shit hadn't come yeah, out yeah. yet to really yeah. kind of revamp it and uh Couple recommendations for people who want to watch really like out there uh, sword and sorcery, the Death Stalker series. I'm going to especially say parts one and two. You can skip three or four if you really need to see him go for it. But uh-huh. Death Stalker is a uh, Roger Corman. Right, you know, I was going to ask. Yeah, he he produced a whole bunch of wonderful, schlocky, excellent things. He saw Conan and went, "Oh, well, I can I can <laughs> to, to quote actually the guy who at a at a movie theater hosted this. He said this himself. He said, "Oh, oh yeah, well, I could make this for 10 bucks in Argentina." Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what you get. Yeah. And they're really cheap and you get uh Lana Clarkson in the first one mm. who would later be killed by Phil Spector. Oh. That's the one. Yeah, she played Barbarian Queen. Another one I have to rec- recommend. Yeah. Barbarian Queen, the first one. Deathstalker 1 and two and two is just phenomenal because imagine a shitty movie is made and then a guy says oh my god i'm gonna make a spoof kind of of the shitty movie yeah. and it'll still be kind of shitty oh. but it's aware that it's shitty yeah and i have a yeah, question yeah. about death Stalker. did it come out in a dvd where you have both of them? i think i have I'm the dvd pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. sure and it's boris vallejo or vallejo uh-huh. you say it, uh, uh, uh artwork oh, meaning, okay. meaning the artwork is fantastic on death Stalker. It's right. the only thing that has a budget yeah, is yeah. the artwork on the covers one thing i want just your pure thoughts on this because you mentioned artwork Frank yeah. Frazetta. Oh, dude, Frank Frazetta is is the man, and also talk about Conan. Yeah, some of the earliest uh, uh, images are by Frank Frazetta. Right, right. And because uh, we talked a bit about Bakshi a couple uh, episodes yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. One of my favorites, another one I'm going to recommend for my list. Okay, so everyone out there, you want to watch some really out there sword and sorcery? Do Deathstalker one and two. You can do them both in a weekend. And what's yeah. fun is they're totally different movies. Oh, talk about... Re- yeah, Deathstalker 1 is rape-tastic. It's, yeah. it's like, awkward now. So yeah. be ready to <laughs> do anything from giggle to cringe to, yeah. to apologize to yeah. everyone who's in the room with you. Uh, 2 is kind of the same, but it's aware of itself. That, so definitely got to do those two. Um, and then uh, do Barbarian Queen with Lana Clarkson. Right. And then Fire and Ice... Ralph Bakshi. I've seen that one. It really yes. good. Really awesome. Really good. Yeah. Um, eh, it, it it does run the fault now that all the bad henchmen are all dark-skinned people. Yeah. And oh, not, yeah. Oh, I, but, but there's a kick-ass, better than the main hero, the, there's a Frank Frazetta original uh-huh. who, who they fleshed out into a full-on character in oh, this wow. movie called Dark Wolf. Oh, who is nice. a dark-skinned character, and he's fantastically kick-ass. And, yeah. and he actually is like the man who takes care of the fucking business awesome. by the end of the movie. And that's Frank Frazetta and Ralph Bakshi working together. So, fire and ice. Awesome. you got to jump on that, too. Awesome. Folks, did you enjoy our epic talk? This was fucking epic. There was no other word for it. That's it. Alex, Twitter handle? Ca- uh, Castaway Clown. Sorry, I, I hiccup back there. Yeah, you can <laughs> find me on Twitter at... 
Castaway Clown. Awesome. I have no idea the next thing, property or franchise or whatever, that what me and Alex are going to jam out on, but we will definitely, uh, you know, if you have any ideas, please email us, or, you know, if you have anything you want to hear us talk about, uh, let us know. And in the days to come, folks, just remember to think about the people first, and don't side with bullies. Exactly. Just help. help. Who would the X-Men help? Who would Conan help? Exactly. Who would the Ninja Turtles help? Exactly. And ask yourself, Christians, what would Jesus do? Yes. Exactly. Uh, anyone who, who sides with any, even even hardcore atheists, anyone yeah. who adheres to a, to a doctrine. Yeah. And not to get on like an abortion thing, but okay, if you say a fetus has rights, so does a kid in Syria. Yeah. So does a fully developed child yeah. who, is come, who, who, who is truly in danger. Yeah. And all we have to do is help out. Yeah. So just, people, just, check yourselves and love each other. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Follow Here. me. Here. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at Nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at Nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review. Can you say goodbye, friends, and the narrators? What you have heard is a discussion between two peers who have brought the philosophical wisdom of the ages and contemporary times, wishing you a safe and transcendental journey.